Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Broccoli's not it a vegetable. It isn't. What do you mean? It's yeah. not real. Neither There's seeds no and grapes. Corn. It's artificial. It is. It's so it's broccoli. Broccoli's fake. Broccoli's fake. <laughs> What are you talking about? Don't do it. I ain't even say that. Yo, yo, yo. Jeremiah, you heard that? Yo, that man, right, that's that man's toxic. I heard it. You got to go away right now, see? This is why, yo. This is why you got to get banned. Yo, this is why you got to get banned. To- yo, you can't it's toxic. You can't help yourself. It's toxic, bro. You can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all leaving with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Leaving Podcast. You can listen to the show on Megaphone as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place, man. Trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you tell that friend to tell another friend that the page is growing. There's no call this week, but somebody else is there. Big Phil, what's going on, baby? Hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, you know, I missed you last week. I did. I haven't been here for like a month, though. Um, what? Has it been that yeah, long? Yeah, you haven't even noticed, which is fine. I get it. Like, you, 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 you guys have a lot of fun. You know what it is? You know what it is? I've been watching though, so, you, you, so it's you know, like I've been here in Yes. Yeah. But but you know what it is? You're like a rolling stone, so like you come when you want to. Right? Is it pause? Pause. Um, you know what I mean? But it's it's always good to see you, man. Thank in you, man. fact, in the fact Big that you are show, yeah. Yes, thank you. Thanks so much. And and the and the fact that you are in the claw seat, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with being in the claw seat. You know? Uh, as you know, my, my sports thing is not... Is, nah, Claude doesn't know anything either. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he fakes it really well, man. <laughs> he fakes the phone really he well. he does a really great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, the super intern... I mean, I asked him last week. I said, when was the last time I saw you? Right? He just... He, he pops in and out as well. Like, he, he just does his own thing. Uh, I don't know where he is, but accordingly, you know, he might be coming. He, that's what he says. Going to pop up. Exactly. He pops up when he wants to. <laughs> right. But shouts to him. You know, yeah. we, we love Jimmy the Super Intern. The cold of the ones and twos, the silent assassin. What's up? Anything exciting happened this week? Yeah, that was all right. Right? You know, the 4th of July, That that's something that we have to discuss, right? The, do you <laughs> celebrate anything spectacular on the floor. I don't. Like, Having the day off. Yeah, I had a couple of burgers and sat in my house and did nothing. I, I don't want no crowd. 
I don't like people in my face. First of all, I don't like people in my house, and I don't like people in my face. So, True. you know, it's it's one of those things where if I can just be seclu- secluded and just disappear for a while, I'm good. I'm good. Chili McFreeze? Yeah, what's up? How you doing? You know, we, we clowned on you last week. We clowned on you last week for not being here. Because, listen, I'm, I'm going to get to our, our, our guest in, in a minute. You know what I mean? He, he needs his own introduction. But you, sir. You, sir. All right. So, Phil, you wasn't here, but I'm sure you watched Pod last week, right? So, we setting up, and I'm, I'm, obviously I'm waiting for Chili McFreeze to come, right? You know, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just hey, yo, um, the- I'm waiting for him to arrive there at go. the podcast. There you though, go. That's right? So, <laughs> so, so he's, he's not here, right? So, Fang says, yo, he ain't coming through. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I did see something in the text, right? Because normally, when Chili's not going to appear at the pod, he says, hey, listen, I'm not going to show up today. And, you know, I'll be there next week or something happened. Or... He right. just sends a text and says, hey, I'm taking such and such out. <laughs> taking my wife out. That was the end of it, right? <laughs> so I looked at the text. And mind you, everybody had the same uniform thought process right he said that text did not feel like a chilling mcfreeze text yeah. that felt like a hostage text right it did it was sent under yes, duress it, it was sent under duress so you hear it now in person i just need to hear it i just need to hear it no nah, man so what happened <laughs> what happened twice was, if you are in danger listen, man our guests couldn't make it, so I, I said, let me take the time out to take my wife out. I respect that. Okay. I respect that. Last minute, right? So then my neighbors, they were going to the Barclay to see, it was like an R&B concert or yeah. something like that. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, let me look online to see if they have tickets left. They did, so I'm like, well, I'm not paying those online fees. Let me pull up. I pulled up and I just bought the tickets. We went to the Barclay, seen nice. some R&B. That's what's up. That's, that, that's a good night out. Uh, yeah. I'm happy that you that you took the wife out and you had a good time. I'm just saying the way it looked on this side, the way it looked on this side was, man, that looked like she was over you waiting for that text to be sent. <laughs> like, you're not going nowhere tonight. Nah. Like, you knocked out on the floor and she Word. made all the text messages. And like I said, shout, shout out to T. That's my homie. You know what I mean? I got, shout out to T. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's my homie. But, but, you know, it just, it looked away. It looked away. But we got guests in the building. You know what I mean? Appreciate you having me. Yes, guys. sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. CW like Post Hall of Famer. You in the you in the Hall of Fame. You a former NFL player, former Arena League. You're you're a coach. You're a business owner. Mm-hmm. Shouts to my man Jeremiah Pope coming to the building. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice setup down here. I, like I appreciate it. you, man. Thank you so much for coming through to the All Even Studios. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going we to have a good time tonight, man. For sure. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about, you know, your journey as a, as a player, as a coach, business owner, like all of it. Like, we're going to definitely dive in a, a, a lot about your your particular life and your career. We also got a lot of other stuff to talk about, too. There's a, a bunch of topics <laughs> out there. Yeah, we have to talk about, obviously... You know, there's some NBA stuff going on out there. Um, Dame Lillard has finally requested out, right? He wants out of Portland. Dwight Howard sent some shots at Nicole Jokic. 
That was interesting. <laughs> Definitely want to, you know, Wembyama's is, is his debut is tonight, his summer league debut. So okay. the Wemby craze has started, but there's some other stuff that we got to talk about with him that happened as oh, well. Yeah, um, <laughs> NBA has passed the in-season tournament, and yeah, I want to talk about that. I can't stand it. Um, NBA 2K has a new cover athlete, and I love it. Um, that's a good thing. Corey Dillon sends shots at the Bengals. Love that. Love that. Anytime you can throw shots at a dumpster fire organization, I, I like that. Um, Netflix pays Jerry Jones for a 10-part docuseries. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a Cowboys fan, I like that. You know what I mean? Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick got some beef. Mm. There's, some, there's some smoke in the city in New England. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. The WNBA has some news. It's not the news that you think, or you, or even me, but I have to talk about it because it's very, very interesting. I, maybe I might not take shots at them today. Maybe I will. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how I feel. And I got to talk about my Mets today. I have to talk about the Mets. Okay. Got to talk about the Mets. Got to talk about the Mets and the Yankees. I told some baseball on this, on this pod tonight, right? It's going down. <laughs> Irrelevant news of the week. And then, my, and then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. So before we get into our guest's, you know, fabulous story of his career and stuff like that, I always start off with a, an interesting off-topic, <laughs> off-sports conversation. Ocean Gate. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It gets worse. There's more? Yeah. Gets worse. Oh, man. So they've suspended their operations finally, right? They had more than one. Well, I mean, they they, they were still. Searching. You didn't hear the, what well, happened still, after? They were still looking for so, the people. Like, they, were still, I'm, they I'm had put awful. out the, the job thing. Somebody needs to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then after that, it came out that said that what I was telling you guys about, that the way they built the sub mm -hmm. was so cheap that this was going to happen. It was bound to happen. So the fact that they've, like, suspended operations, it's no surprise to me. They should have never had an operation. Like, but that's the problem about billionaires, right? Like, you can be able to cut through so much, so much bureaucratic tape because you're rich, yeah. right? Cut corners and all this stuff. You don't have to go through certain channels. Right. Like, Five people lost their lives for what? More right. could have lost their lives, right? Right. It's just, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. So it's like for them to suspend operations, I think that they should just fold the business. You talk about suspend operations. <laughs> that business is grand opening, grand closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna, That's it. Who's gonna want to get Who, right? Engine. Who's yeah. gonna go behind? Like, yeah, I want to ride that now. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, after seeing it fold up like a sardine can and implode, like, why? Why would I want to be down there? Listen, I didn't want to be this guy, but I don't think that they were on the sub to begin with. I really like. Okay, so you missed the conspiracy. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Why would Billy, like, if if you're a billionaire mm -hmm. and you can spend whatever $250,000 for a ticket to right. go see the Titanic, right? Where you're not even getting a view, you're looking at a camera that's looking out, you're looking at a 
right. video that's mm-hmm. looking outside and in the sardine you're, can that smells like in fart and piss <laughs> for eight hours. In a jail cell. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and what it was. And it's this shoddy. There's no way you got on that. Like, there's no way you got on. That. I ain't gonna I hold you. That, I don't think that they got on. I ain't I gonna think, hold you, Phil. I think there's money flowing somewhere, yeah. and these people did something or it could have be. something going on. It could be. None of this makes sense. Like, as a regular person, I would have more questions than someone who, you know, is probably a self-made billionaire. But also, too, you got to understand that there's a lot of weird Richies out there that will do things that are very like, well, nobody's ever done this before, so let me be the one to do it, right? Because that's how they've made their money, right? (laughs) By taking calculated risk or or just risk in general, right? right? That. They they they're they're in the one percent of that. So, but you said calculated though, or or not calculated. <laughs> it could it could be both. It could be both, right? So my thing is, I said the same thing last week. Is like if I'm gonna be on a on a sub, I'm gonna be on a hunt for Red October sub. Put me on that big shit, yeah, right? Yeah. right? Where where I'm comfortable, I got a room. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They got a telescope and there's there's, there's Navy people there that I can speak to. Right. You know what I mean? There's a bathroom. Right. There's portholes so you yeah. can see outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes sense. People sitting at certain stations right. where you can see like like you know the the the, the radar Man. and all that stuff. Man, I, stations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm going on. That makes sense. But That's I'm a different type of person, right? You got some weirdos that are just very comfortable doing, doing weird shit like that. Yeah, he's right though. They didn't show any video of them getting into the Right. You know, they show going into the water, but they right. show them going down into the sub. Yeah. And, you know. Right. They could have did that. It's possible. Well, the company says that, you know, they're not at liberty, at liberty to show any video of them getting on, like, it's all private. It's probably tied up in litigation. So they said they can't show any, yeah. any of that stuff to all of us. Hey, we, we, we want to see it. All right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why yeah. we want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. See, seeing right? is believing. Yeah, we want to see it. We want to yeah. see it. And don't, don't have me no, no don't give me no doctored. AI uh, uh, footage. I want the real stuff, right? I want the real stuff. Don't do that. But yeah, I just I just found that crazy that they suspended operations. Like you think? You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Proud of you for making a good decision. Right. Shut it right. Down. Let's, let's shut it down. Yeah, it's a good decision. After five people died, and yeah, not now. Now you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you can do it. It's fine. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I saw. The American Gladiators documentary on Netflix. Fire. Ooh, I want to watch that. Fire. I want to watch that. Yo, so it was fire. I want to watch it too. It was fire. Like, the, the preview's crazy. Like, you know, we're all at the age where we remember that Laser. show. Like, you know, Nicole, she, she too young. She, you know what I mean? You had, you had, ja- well, you had Laser, you had uh, Tower, yep. mm-hmm. Jazz. Hell. I'm bad you remember the Yo, yo listen, was I was fire. a fan. Was I was a fan. I was a fan, bro. Was I was show. a fan. It was a show. That was a Saturday morning? Saturday yeah. Saturday morning. But what's crazy is that when you watch it and see how it came about, like they had a pilot show trying to pitch it to the network and all that stuff. They had no idea what they were doing. Mm. They had no idea where they were going. They had no idea where they were going two seasons into the show. Had no idea. Mm. So all of these people are just here. They're not... They weren't making a lot of money, yeah. Because they said that for that show back in that day, back in that time, was it took a lot to produce, and there was not big funding behind the show. Mm -hmm. And to see like what happened to the gladiators, you know, the steroids and the drugs, and you know, the fame, it 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 was crazy just to see how 
they all like grew up and how they look now and stuff like that. They they look they still look good, you know what I mean? But it's just like that was a moment in time that was it was dope, man. Like that yeah. show was like like really before it's time. Like yeah. that show can still be on right now could, if they would have did things the right way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, it was just it was just dope to see. But y'all y'all definitely gotta check that out. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely yeah. see that. You know, seeing those those I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I don't know how y'all feel, but like would you be comfortable with like a muscular woman grabbing you <laughs> and having their way with you on TV? Right in private or something different, right? But <laughs> I mean, well, I already know your yeah, story. Yeah, I already, I already know yeah, your story. Yeah, you, already you, you, you've already been picked up yeah, by, yeah, by, by <laughs> been, been there, done that. He's, He's already been manhandled a few times she in his life. Him up, right? yeah. This podcast, give, give this podcast got me in trouble, by the way. Like, my, wife <laughs> like, my wife was like, do I know that story? And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I told you that Listen, story. Just blame it on me. All right? a, just blame it on the villain. It's a defining uh, moment right, in my life. Right. Yeah, just, def- it definitely comes When up. it all fails in, in, in your marriages and your relationships, blame it on Barry Grant Jr. <laughs> villain. Just say, he, he got it out of me. He yeah. did it. Give right? me he acts. All right? That's it. That was That's a targeted it. question back then. Yes, yes. On that podcast. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Because you already knew the story. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, okay. It was definitely it was definitely a Steve Nash yeah. alley. I was trying to. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yo, when they used to be on the uh the that that thing where they used to the jousting thing, oh, yeah. was to knock you off the yo yeah. man, yo, yeah. that thing was wild, yeah. man. I that was my favorite part of the show. Yeah. When the when the the the, the uh the challengers Used to beat the shit out of Gladiators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. But shouts to the American Gladiators, man. I like the fact that they, you know, they were able to get this documentary out and and, and bring some light to to what happened back then because it was a really important time in our history in regards to just like you know TV in general, that type of show, and just giving a different dynamic of like strong women on TV mm-hmm. as well as. Strong, you know, black men on TV, yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, like everybody was just like one unit, and there was they they even said it themselves that there was no there was no racism, there was no animosity, was yeah. the, there was no yeah. sex, there was nothing in regards to like them being together. It was it was a really tight knit family that was that was cool. You know what I'm saying? So, I was so, gonna say, did they try to make it diverse as a, as the excuse me as a as diverse that it, as it was? Yes, I think that, that that was definitely their goal to to kind of... Maybe not necessarily, like, their goal goal, but it just ended up happening that way because, like, they, yeah. they had a they lot had of everything. athletes coming yeah. through there and, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just, like, all white contestants or, yeah. or gladiators. Like, they had a nice melting pot and mix. So yeah, it, was, it was dope, man. Yeah, I, I, I love that show. I love that show. I still want to hear people's answers to your question, though. What? Oh yes, yeah. I mean, they, 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 the they, they try to avoid it on, on yeah, uh, national TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, she gonna have to go down. Facts, facts. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna manhandle me on TV. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got friends to talk. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they not gonna let me live this down. You know what I mean? Not gonna happen. Right, not gonna happen. Oh my goodness, man. But yeah, um, after the break, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna go into the story of. Jeremiah Pope. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, after the break. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money from that Flip the Script podcast. You see it? We in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even podcast. My man Barry Grant Jr. What's up, man? What happened? What you what you, you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast. Yeah, my niggas are joining. What's up? Oh, even. Oh, even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. We put this going something. Oh, even. Yo, you. Oh my God. What's up with you, man? Now you go, well, that's a shot of you keeping this? 
Welcome back, y'all. So, now to the, what we're here for, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) The meat and potatoes. Yeah, the meat and potatoes. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah Pope, welcome to the show again. Thank you for being here. Appreciate Um, you guys having me, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, definitely, I just want to dive into this, like, where you're from and how did you get into football? Like, earliest memory yeah so grew up in elmont right um so the the way we got into football you know even before um we were old enough to do little league pop warner so you started like eight years old right. seven years old but we always used to play kill a carrier right all uh, uh football before, man with the ball yeah football before the bus came at the bus stop <laughs> you know and that's how we all got on into it, and and you know we idolized like you know people like Bo Jackson and all that right. stuff. So we we were playing football all the time on the playground and recess football, football. So I started playing organized football because one of my best friends he started when he was eight. Mm. You know, so at the time back then, you know, you know we all had you know working families, but you know they pretty much lived paycheck to paycheck, right? So and the cost the cost of football for the Elmar Cardinals, you know, I think it was like forty dollars, right? But forty dollars to my family was, was like, a lot. Yeah, you know, like you know, you go, you got to miss a meal. You know right, what I'm saying, right. something like that. So uh, he convinced them for the whole year for me to play. So I, wow. I missed out on the eight year old team, and then finally he convinced them. You know, he's like, you know, your son is out here running past everybody. You know, older kids and that he should play. And the following year he convinced them, my parents to you know sign me up. You know, took that forty dollars down there. It might have been even fifty at the time. Right. And then, and I remember my my, my mom's or my both of them saying pretty much my pops was like, "Are we gonna give you this money to play? But if you waste our money and you go down there and cry and you know this and that, you know, you know, you can, you're gonna get some to cry about it. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, we, we're gonna school, get this you know fifty back. We're gonna get this fifty back somehow. Yeah, that's, that's right. how I got into it. And um, and believe it or not, you know, I started off. The coach had me playing officer guard. Mm. You know, because you know all these. Returners from the eight-year-old team, they go up to nine-year-old team. The nine-year-old coach knew who these guys were, so you know they had their spots. And you know, I was one of the bigger kids on the team at the time, not like size-wise, you know, height-wise. Yes. Is and then put me at right guard, and freaking, um, <laughs> I'm playing right guard, and I'm just sitting here like I didn't sign up for this, you know. <laughs> so finally, my but my best friend who got me to play football, he kept on telling the coach. You got him in the wrong position. He's faster than all the running backs. And and then I kept on telling him, yeah, I'm faster than all the running backs. We raced before school, busted it out. So finally, I think, you know, we played an eight-game schedule. So, like, week four or five, he made me race all the skilled guys after practice, right? Mm-hmm. Blew them out. But <laughs> I got to be in the backfield, but I then because of my size, he put me at fullback. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then finally we get to the last game, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, coach, you know, I just want, because, you know, fullbacks didn't really carry the ball back. Of course not. Block it. So I was like, coach, you know, I, I just want to, you know, just give me the ball. I'm touching I'm telling you. So he made a play in practice that week, and it was like an end around. This is an old school end around, right? And I get the ball. We play, we're over at Inwood, playing Inwood. I get the ball, right side, come around the left side, straight down the sideline for like 60 yards. Wow. And then from that point on, that's when they were like, 
running getting the ball. Yeah, right. Getting next the ball. season is this season. Yeah, that was it. And then after <laughs> nice. that, 10-year-old team all the way to high school, you know, so was, um, you know, that was spent time playing running back and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, we grew up idolizing football, man. Yeah. That was our dream. It was a dream for us. Right, you right. Know, whether, whether we, you know, you got drafted or, you know, made millions of dollars, it was just like, Want to play little league? Want to play in high school? You had a opportunity to play in college, you know. And then after that, it was just like, you know, what you can do from there. But it was a, my goal for when I was, you know, eight years old, seven years old, years old. I wanted to play in the NFL. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that was that was my thing. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So, but um, had opportunity, had opportunities, and you know, took advantage when I could. Yeah. And you know, now just you know. Living life and just, you know, being an everyday dad, husband, you know, business owner. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. So you get to you get to high school now. So now you said, you know, you idolize guys like Bo Jackson. Now, yeah. you know, what people don't realize or, if, you know, if you're a fan of the sport, the running back position was, it's a, it, it was a grindy position, but it was also glamorous, yes. like, right? Like, like when, if you're a fan of the running back position, the art of running, yeah. seeing those runners back in the day, how they broke down the line, the patience, mm-hmm. how they were able to be able to, you know, cut through and stuff like that. It was, there's, there's such an art to being a running back that, that, that made me gravitate towards the position because it, it was such a special position back yeah. then right so i can understand why you gravitated towards it as well Definitely. right but you know and, and also to add to that too like you know running back meant you were that dude oh absolutely you know what I'm right that you, you were that, that guy dude. yeah and the other thing about running back too but not only being a running back if your number was like you know 32 34 right Bo yeah. jackson yep. then you were that dude yeah, exactly you know yeah. so they yeah. like you know so um but yeah it was uh it was it was um Definitely quite experienced though in high school. Uh, yeah, so l- let's talk about high school. So how how did high school go? Was it something that you you know when you got there? Was it straight to varsity? Did you have to you know? Well, what I mean? so after middle school, played the seventh eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. Ninth grade year, I played JV. Okay, actually, actually, yeah, ninth grade year, I played JV, and then going into my sophomore year, right? I go down south, you know, visit family down there for the whole summer, and I go down at like. I might have been maybe five eight height. I don't know the weight, but I was like five eight, right? Yeah. I come back, so now I'm getting ready for sophomore year, and I shoot up to five eleven, 175, 180 wow. pounds. You know what I'm saying? Eat, you know, we, yeah, that's a, that's a different athlete right food, there. Yeah. Burger King, everything. Plus right. we, my uncles and had you know we were lifting weights right. and stuff. So we get to camp, and you know I go over there with the JV squad, and you know we're practicing this and that, you know. But usually, you know, in camp, varsity and JV practice together. So right. when we separated. I'm in the JV squad, and then you know after practice, my JV coach came up to me. He's like, "Yeah, coaches want you to go to varsity." Right. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I knew I could handle it, but all my friends were on 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 yeah. JV. Right. You know, so you wanted to stay there. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, and I was like, you know, my be- like my my best friend who got me to play when I was younger, he was the JV quarterback. Mm. You know, so him passing me, him him handing me off the ball was like memories from when we when we were doing it at nine years old. Absolutely. You know, so and then we always want that connection. And he brought me up along with two other guys that were linemen. And, uh, and you know, after that, I was like, all right. I told myself, like, listen, if I'm, I'm going to go up, I'm starting. I'm taking somebody's spot. You know, you go up there, sophomore, you got seniors in there. You know, I'm, I'm you know, baby face. And these guys got beers, <laughs> ready to go to college. They drinking in the locker room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Driving cars. Yeah. And I'm going to ride a bike to, to the practice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, 
you know, and we get to training camp, and when it was time to bang and all this and that, like, earned my starting spot. You know, we ran, I think we ran a wishbone at the time. So mm, okay. I was one of the starting running backs then, and I just remember all those senior running backs, those senior guys, like, going up to the coach, pissed off, like, you know, I've been here for three right. years. Right, you and got I, this kid here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, back then, <laughs> our coaches didn't care. It was like, listen, the best people will play. Right. That's it. And he was like, oh, this little kid that took our spot, and right. but earned a lot of respect from, you know, respect there, and, you know, um, Get to you know get to junior year senior year pretty much dominate my senior most mainly like my senior year because I got the ball like every play right you know and um, never left the field if I had to kick an extra point you know what I'm saying I'm kicking extra points whatever <laughs> the coach needed exactly. I was all over the field all over yep. we didn't have a big roster anyway our roster was like maybe 22 guys hmm. you know and wow. so we in out of the 22 15 playing right at the whole game so we you know so um but yeah so that you know that was. That was the experience. And we, me and Teddy, we talked before, you know, we played in the all-star game, Long Island versus City, you know. Um, but coming out of high school, we were, I really didn't have a lot of college offers. Right. That's Like, like big D1 offers. Exactly. You know, so not like, a lot. Not a lot. Because, yeah. you know, you know, they looked at grades and this and that. I was probably like a 75 average, you know, student yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you had the locals. Uh, you had D three schools, you know. Then you, you know, I, I think it was generic letter that everybody sends you from Navy, right? You know, I was like, go to Navy and Army. You're like, yes, you know, I like, got a <laughs> I'm like, nope. And so I did get my first full ride offer. It was uh, University of Maine. Mm. You know, so you know me right away. I was like, you know, no college, you know, college paid for this and that. And you know, I was supposed to go up there on a recruiting visit. But up there at the time, it had a big snowstorm, so the flights got canceled. Wow. So their recruiter came and drove down to my house. Oh, dope. You know, on a Sunday, too. So I was like, wow. you, know, I, you know, I remember my mother was like, clean up the room, clean up the house. <laughs> and she made Sunday dinner. Yeah. You know what he came down there, and, uh, and he, you know, we, we talking, you know, we ate food. And he's like, all right, let's, you know, let's go look at the highlight tape. So we take him to my room. We watch the highlight tape. He liked what he saw, and he's like, yeah, "Listen, yeah, we definitely going to offer you, you know." But he, but he kept it real, you know. He was a black. He was probably one of the only black coaches on the staff, and he told me, "He's like, listen, now you're going to go up there, and you see what your mom cooked downstairs. You're not going to see a lot of that, right? You know what I'm saying? I was like, it's got not going to be a lot of us up there either, which don't matter to me. You just want to play, saying? but he just yeah. he just let me know, you know, right. just some he type can of tell you the atmosphere, yeah, because yeah, yeah. now, now you're going to the real world now, right? You know what I'm saying? When right. it comes to college sports, absolutely. So, you know, the still, you know, was adamant on going to Maine, this and that. But the, the, the thing that held me back, not it wasn't even that, because I wanted to run track. Because I was a three-sport athlete, but I was a football first, and then track was second, right? And in basketball, I just played just to stay in shape right. for the winter. But I wanted to go somewhere where I could do both, mm. right? So Post was calling me, Post. And at the time, I really didn't know CW Post, right? right? So when he um, – Coach Hughes, the officer coordinator, he would try to call every day after school – and, you know, we live with my grandparents, so there's just, you know, one phone in the house. Right. in her room. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So he called her all the time, and he's like, and at one point she's nice, and at the time he, he comes, keeps on calling, and I'm not there. He's like, now you keep, you can't keep calling here. He's not home. I told you. Don't get now she's being rude to now, the Now she get, now she get, now, now she annoyed. Like, you don't mess with grandma's phone. Exactly. You don't mess with grandma's phone. You don't play on her so phone. So finally, he, you know, he's like, because they really wanted me. So he's like, you know what? He, he stopped calling after school at night. He started calling before I went to school. Okay. In the morning, early, wow. like 6 30, 7 o'clock. And now I'm able to answer the phone. And he kept saying, You know, we really want you to come over. And at the time, I was like, You know, I'm really trying to see other options. You know, Maine's, you know, 
Maine may be still on the table. He's and he was, you know, they go, don't go to Maine. Da da da. This is the best school. So finally, he and the track coach at the time they came up with an idea like he wants to run track too. So instead of him, them trying to give me a full ride for football, they went half and half. Oh, you see what I'm saying? So now they save money on both, mm-hmm. and I was able to do both. Oh, that's so, I, so you know, and one thing I told my, you know, going to college because if, if I if I didn't play sports, I don't think I was going to college. Right. You know that was that was your lane. That was the lane. Yeah. And, you know, the debt to put the parents in and stuff like that. So my main thing was like, listen, if I'm going to go. I'm going to make sure it's going to be all Full expenses ride. paid. Exactly. You ain't going to have no bill in right. your name, da, da, da. And the track coach, he was like, yeah, but I need to see him run. So this is football season. We have to wait to track season, which is the spring. I didn't do winter. All right. So winter track, uh, spring track comes. He sends one of the uh, guys on the team out to our, like, Nassau County Championship, something like that, or state qualified, I think it was. And it was me in 100 and another teammate of mine in 100. But he ran first. So when he ran and the clock said like like eleven three, and he must have got on the phone and was like, Yeah, I don't think uh this guy needs to be coming on the full ride, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause he thought I was him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> how they do a track, they go, yeah, they, yeah. go they, they it's the build that they go slow, it's the fastest. Right. 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 So the next you know, the next he comes, I went the hundred meter dash, fast time in New York State, 10, 10. Uh, four seconds, wow. right? And the next year, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> he I called mean, back. Yeah, yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, we go, we go. We got way. the wrong guy. Yeah. My bad, dog. Yeah. So that's what, uh, you know, I locked it in, went on a recruit visit. Um, and I remember, you know, my mom was working. And at the time, now this is when, like, at the time, now my pops, they parents separated. So he went down hometown, down South Carolina. Right. So while she's at work, you know, you got to go to these um, recruiting visits during the school. Hmm. during the school day. So I, I had no car, right. right? So my goddess house put me in our car and took me over there. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm saying? Put me over there. Uh, went on campus, talked to the coaches, met the track coaches, you know, and then I went on an overnight. And I went on an overnight, and I said, you know what? And I remember my grandmother's telling me, she's like, you know, I know you're going to play ball, this and that, but for me, I, I would rather you stay close to home. Because, hmm. you know, my grandmother loved right. kids, you know, so right. it was full ride. I was, I was able to do both sports that I wanted to do. Right, and also get education. So you know, post signed it and went right to work. That and I just, it. I just want to stop it right there before we continue. Is that you know one thing that you said that really is resonating me right now is that you have adult figures mm-hmm. that take the responsibility of helping you, yeah, pushing you like your guidance counselor, taking you to. Yeah you know, campus visits and stuff like that. Like that that is so important. Definitely. In a in a in a in a kid's, you know, development, not just for athletes, just like people that are just willing to see you progress and succeed. And they're gonna do whatever they can to be able to help you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's give you a ride somewhere or, you know, I got the last five dollars in my pocket, I could be able to give you to do something like Whatever it is to get you there, yeah. Like there's so many people that I'm sure have helped you through your oh, journey, oh, definitely. That definitely. you'll always remember. Oh yeah, you know what definitely. I'm saying. So it's 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 a beautiful thing. So I just wanted to you know kind of highlight that before we keep going. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. No, a lot of people help. Even the guys in the neighborhood. You know, we were talking before. You know, you 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 live in the neighborhood. You know, you got you guys on the straight path. You got guys you know that want to do the streets. Right. You know, so. We all grew up together. Absolutely. So, you know, and it's like, I got friends that, you know, could have played 
sports too in college, but they chose to go the other route. Right. You know, and we all we all hung out. You know, but I remember all the older guys would say like, "No, you don't need to be hanging out with them." Right. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the, you know we hang out at this place called Henderson Park, neighborhood park, and the lady that ran the park, Miss Donna Fay. You know, she would say, "Whatever you guys do, don't be a part of the bike rack crew." Right, and that's all those guys who, yeah. older than us, hanging out with us, drinking forties, you know, you know, on the, on right. the bike rack, right, at 40, 45, 50 years old, you know, still doing the same thing, same thing right. from high school or whatever, you know, and she, that's one thing, you know, besides my guidance counselor, my grandmother, my, whatever, she she made sure it was like, don't be a part of the bike rack, exactly, you know what I'm saying, exactly. and, and I look to the to this day. You see, you still see, and this is not talking bad about you know. Yeah, you still see some of the same guys part of the bike rack. Crew. And and the thing is, yeah, is yeah. like you know, there's a lot of people that are just the products of their environment, yeah. right? Like it, it, it's something that's when you're in it and you've seen people that are in it, that's normal for yeah. you. Yeah. That's life, yeah. right? Like there's nothing else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? While other people can be in that same situation and see different for themselves, right? Yeah. So it's. It, like you said, there's no, there's no bashing. There's yeah, no right. putting anybody down. It's just everybody has different, Every, different circumstances. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And those, so, and those same people made sure that, like, that you were protected, protected. Yep. And you know, they were, they were gonna, you know, they supported right. me the whole time. You know, like I got to post that whole crew, everybody at the games. Right. You know, because they, they living through me. That's right. You right. see what I'm saying? True. And for me to have all of them to come to see me is like. We grew up together just when we were little, and they was like, Yo, listen, if this is their first time being on a college campus, it's mm -hmm. because we got somebody who we made sure exactly. got there was on the right path. Right. Let's go support him and you know, let him know that we still riding with him, whether he's here with us here, or, you know, right, doing what we're doing right. or not. You know? And that's dope. Shouts to them for that. You know what I mean? them for that. So, you know, we were talking off camera when you got to post. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you sign your letter of intent, you're there. You want to be a running back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there was there was some different plans for you. So, yeah, so, so you know, talk yeah. about that a little bit. Rec recruited as a running back and then, uh, you know, got there. You know, I think the first two or three days I was w working with the running backs. And then finally the coach, you know, the uh, my position coach at the time is like, listen, they're going to switch you. Right. So the head, I spoke to the head coach. He's like, yeah, we're going to either you, you you're not going to play to your junior year because, you know, Ian, we had Ian Smart, who was just a redshirt freshman, one of the best running backs coming out of North Babylon, you know, so he was there. And we also ran track. He he was on the same program as me, right. like with scholarship tracking uh, yep. football. And he had two guys in front of him. Wow. So it was like, do you sit the do you do you s sit the bench for two years in this share spot your junior year? Because Ian would have been a senior. And then finally you get to start and roll your senior year. Or you switch to wide receiver where you redshirt this year and you got four years to start. Right. So I didn't make they didn't I didn't make a decision right on the spot, but then I went, you know, went to the dorm room and I was just thinking about it, you know, and I actually I think I might have called my high school coach about it, you know, and just talked to him about it to pick his brain. And at the time he's like, Listen, right now you, you want to play, don't you? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, if this is the best opportunity, you gotta do it. You know, so now me Running back and receiver, two different positions, positions obviously, right. right? When you get the when you get the ball in your hand, you become a running back. Right. Now, but me, I never trained to run routes and come back route. Any any route I ran was like, you know, we use the speed, we're going vertical, posts, you know, nothing across the middle. You know what I'm saying? And now I have to 
get out of running back mode and get to, you know, light on the feet, cutting, setting up guys and learn all this stuff. Yeah. So and let's talk about that yeah. then. Like that the process of having to relearn something, right? Yeah. Or learn a new position. Like what was the mental the mental process that you went through? Like was it what did you find it difficult or was it something that you you might have found difficult but you had to get through anyway? Um I, you know what I think it was it was for me I think it was just difficult for um to learn, like learning all the routes, right? right? Learning all the routes, and because it's, so, it's it's not just running a route; it's like the leverage of the DB. Right, you got to read the defense. Like running back, you know, whether the defense is playing over here, or over there, that's on the quarterback to switch it. So we going towards right, and then you see some. He can just say, you know, audible. You go left. You still doing the same play, just going other way. But defense wise, like if they're in the zone, you can't keep running. You know, you can't keep running across the field. Because you're gonna run right to the zone, you got to find the hole and all that stuff. So it was th- that part was frustrating for me. Plus, you know, at the time, you know, I was known for like not having the best hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to have the best hands. You know what I'm saying? So me trying to catch these comeback routes and quarterbacks throwing the ball 90 miles per hour, you know, and then we 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 didn't have any, we weren't wearing gloves my right. freshman year. It's all tape. Yeah. So it was all tape, you know. So those things I have to, you know. But for me, it was just like you know what. I know what I have to do. You got to stay out the practice. You got to go to practice early to get on those, the jug machine. You got to, you know, catch a little extra balls with the quarterback, or you got to ask questions with the receiver coach, or you know, whatever. But the, my position coach, Coach uh, Coach Blount, you know, he 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 he's the one that molded me to be to be a receiver, right? right? And I learned everything from him. Shouts to Coach Coach Blount, yeah, for real. And then he, um, and they actually switched him to DB oh, coach, wow. mm-hmm. and then brought the quarterback coach to coach receivers and quarterbacks at the time. And then at one point they were, we needed a quarterback. This is now we're in my sophomore year now, I think, or no junior year. And this is when Rob Blount was coming in. Mm-hmm. Right. So now they were going to put me at quarterback. Mm. Right. Wow. And I told him, I told him straight up, I said, listen, we got Ian Smart in the backfield. <laughs> I'm quarterback. And you want to change this option to, op- to option style op- uh, 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 offense. I'm letting you know right now. I am not pitching him the ball. Right. <laughs> I'm talking straight up. I'm going back to running back. I'm keeping it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm talking it every time. <laughs> every time. Straight up. So, so we, you know, I, I think I practiced quarterback for like two or three days just to throw whatever and this and that. But Rob Blount came in. He took over the job. But then the coach sat him down. I was like, listen, you got NFL running back right here. You got a receiver that could be, you know, whatever. Like, now Rob Blount came in and we sat him down. I'm like, listen. Us three right now, as far as the the weapons on offense, let's make it happen. Right. You so know? that that's definitely what I want to get into as yeah. well. Like the the success that you had at Post. So you know, you guys win what was it three straight conference titles? Conference titles. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I think it was my junior year. We went undefeated. Right. Went to the went to the playoffs. Uh, Grand Valley State, who's who's the coach at the time over there was uh, Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. who's a Notre Dame coach. Yes. Right, yes. and they—I mean, we went over there and got ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad over there, uh, we were somewhere in Michigan. Somewhere. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was bad. But um, yeah, we um, we dominated. You know, our conference, right? Um, I remember at the time where we were trying to find games on our schedule because we were powerhouse D two at the time. Right. We weren't even—we weren't even like big D two scholarship at the time, right? So we were powerhouse D two. We were just run through our conference. We tried to play. I think um, Stony Brook again. They turned us down. We tried to play Iona. 
They were scared of y'all. They were scared of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we wound up getting games with New Haven. Mm. Smacked them two years in a row. They stopped playing us, right? And they just came from winning like a national D2 title or something right. like that. So they, they, the hype was there. Wow. You know, and the game said we punched them, right? Then um, my senior year, we wound up playing Fordham, which was they, – they were a little out of our league at that point. You know, they, they handed, handed it to us. But, <laughs> but we – but. At the end of the day, you know, we we were going to get these big games. Yeah, you wanted the big competition. At that point, it was like we don't want to play, you know, the 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 easy conference. Right, you already ran through that already. Yeah, but we we had to play them. But it's like those are stat those are stat games. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna put up five touchdowns by halftime. You know what I'm saying? And then let the other guys get it. Right. But let's go to Fordham. Let's get some film and 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 see us work with these. That's right. Because they were D1 AA. Yeah. So you want to see how you stack up? Yeah. So, but yeah, dominate that. And then my I think by my like. So when Ian graduated, we were we were like a run and shoot team, right? But when Ian graduated, we wound up going to like four wide receivers. We actually took Grand Valley's offense. Oh wow! From their whole offense, you know, and spread the whole field out. Yeah. And so more they, opportunities for more you, opportunities obviously. for me. And they brought a quarterback in from um, California, and he wound up battling uh, with Rob Blount, and they moved Rob Blount to a wide receiver, right? And then this guy took the spot, and he already knew about me. And he came out with his dad, and I remember, he, and he came with his dad, and he's like, "This is all day, all year, me and you." And his dad was like, "You know, because he knew it's like, oh, he had to throw that ball deep up wherever it is. I'm catching it, you yeah. know." And you know, senior year, I think I, that's when I started breaking all the the, the receiver records, the right? Uh, that you records. still hold a, a couple right. of them. Yeah, I think, yeah, uh, nice. I think, um, I forget his name, uh, Shane, Shane, Shane. Shane Smith. Shane, that's his name. The one that broke my records, Shane, Shane, right? He went to Nassau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he wound yeah. up breaking, breaking yeah, a couple of my records. Um, <laughs> but I think I got like one or two, like yeah. like maybe uh, touchdowns one season or most uh, receiving yards, something like that. But I wound up breaking like maybe like five or six in one season. That's crazy. You know wow. what I'm saying? And then this is all in one season. And I can imagine if we would have went four wide receivers. Right. Uh, you would have. My first two, three years, we ran the ball. Yeah, you like, would have shattered we, it. Me yeah. starting wide receiver as a freshman, I would have stats – Two catches, ninety-five yards, one touchdown. Wow! Because wow. we only, I only got the ball thrown to me you only two had times. Like, like, yeah, yeah, you, you know only had like three or four targets. <laughs> and, and yeah. Because we had Ian, they yeah, give him the ball, they give him the ball, they give him the ball. So now we go, oh, let's fake this dive, Pope over on the post, right? And then and they they fake the dive, everybody come on up, and I'm sitting up here wide open. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that you know, we really have to do any, do much as right. wide receiver. So we, we were just dominating with a big old line, big D line. Um, but then, we got, like I said, we got to our senior year, and it was like time to throw the ball. And everybody's offense was evolving anyway. The game was evolving. Everything right. was getting faster. The linemen are looking like tight ends and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So right. we were we had to keep up with the, the trend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That was, you know, with the football. So it dominated senior year. Um, had some looks after that, um, you know, for, for uh, or opportunity. At first, I'm not going to lie, my last game I played, we win the game. You know, I get on the field, I just take my helmet off, I drop to the knees, start crying, you know, just just blessed to be a part of this for, for the whole four-year experience. Yeah. NFL draft, or the NFL is here now, right? Yeah. How did that get into the situation? You graduate from CW Post now, you had a successful college career, set records, won conference titles, you switched positions and became a great wide receiver, so... What was your process at this point? What was your thought process in regards to like, did you actually think you had a shot at the NFL? Uh, you know what? Honestly, 
me coming from a smaller school, I probably was like, you know, they're not looking at CW Post. Right. You know, um, right. the only opportunity I probably could have, would that I thought I would have had would have been local town, you know, local uh, New York Jets, somebody like that. Right. So Ian Smart, my roommate, he, he wanted one of the Jets. Right. Um, but then, you know, once uh, I started, tr- you know, Ian sent his agent, got me in touch, got in touch with uh, his agent, and the agent started making some calls and this and that. And I went to, um, my little, like, I didn't go to the combine over yeah. there, but I went to the pro day. Got you. Which is at Hofstra. Yep. And they were, you know, probably like maybe eight teams or something like that, you know, and I had a great pro day, 40 times fast and this and that. And that's when, you know, that's when the calls started really coming. You know, mm. so once you, like, you could do whatever you want to do in the, in the season and all that stuff. And, and some stats may be outrageous and you still won't get a look. Right. You know, but if you can make it to, you get in front of these scouts. They can see. They can see you. Right. You know. So you know. At the at the time, I was in tip top shape. You know, there was no drinking. There, there was nothing. You know, I was straight training this and that. And I, you know, you do your forty, you do your bench press, vertical broad jump, and all that stuff. Then you run routes, and you, like it was pretty much like an A plus day. You know, and that's when my agent, was, you know, was like, you know, this the Jets were like, you know, asking about you. Um, the Eagles, I think I forget, maybe been Tampa and maybe one other team. It was like it wasn't a bunch of teams. Yeah, a handful, uh, maybe Atlanta too, like a handful yeah. of teams. And then uh, the draft is on. I remember sitting in the dorm room because I I wound up graduating two thousand four of January, but I walked in in May on Mother's Day. Gotcha. Right. So draft comes on, and I'm like, oh, my name is not going to scroll across that screen, you know, which it, and it never did. So the draft goes over, and I'm like, ah, right, well, that's it. And then you know, I get a call. I get a call from the Eagles front office first. Wow. And I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm speaking to their front office and she's saying congratulations. And I don't, I, I don't even know what's going on. I was like, I was like, oh, I said, congratulations. I was like, Hey, I said, um, I said, uh, okay. I said, thank you. And I was, she's like, um, you know, um, how do you want to travel down here? And I said, plane I got, I don't know. <laughs> i'm still like what the hell is going on yeah and then uh she goes uh what what airport i was like you know i, I think i want to say laguardia when i should have said jet jet it was close okay. but i said laguardia so then finally my agents his secretary called was like congratulations jeremiah the eagles just signed you for a three-year deal wow. rookie right. contract you know uh, not uh, um you know undrafted rookie contract blah 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 and you they, you're gonna fly you down to a three-day like uh, rookie mini camp or something right. like that, and you know I get down there, did well in the three days. Then now you got to come back and do off season rookie camp. So, so before before we get there, Jeremiah, let's mm-hmm. let's take it back a little bit though. Sorry, sorry. You get that call, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That, that feeling. So mm-hmm. like, what are you feeling at this point? Because <laughs> right. like, it's like you hey. go from okay watching the draft, going through the seven rounds, not seeing your name getting called. It's like, yeah. all right, well, listen. My dream may be gone, but it is what it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, to get that call and knowing that you're about to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Yeah. Like, I you mean, know what I mean? Like, what was that feeling like? It, I, I'm still trying to process it, you know? <laughs> it's just, I, it, I was excited. Did I believe it? Yeah, because I just spoke to the front staff, right. but it was just like, really? You know what I'm saying? It just happened. Like, like, it just yeah, happened, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I guess, you know, at the point, I was like, you know, I guess I, this football career just going to, he's going to go a little bit more, you know? Right. And, and then once I finally 
process process everything. The first person I called, I called my mom, you know, and told her the news. She was happy, and, you know, grandmother's in the background. So you know, yeah, old school. It was like, well, we going to get the ball game on TV? <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, next thing you know, I remember back in the day in college, we had um, – uh, we were uh, instant messenger, right? Yeah. So yeah. you know you could leave your away message, and, right? You know, whatever. Right. So I think I posted a message like you know hard work pays off, blah blah blah, and I would I hit away, and then I come back and it's like a hundred messages, right? Like, oh da 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 da, and that's when I wanted uh, going out of the coach, uh, calling the coaches, and he's like, yeah, come to office tomorrow, let's talk da da da. But you know, then after that point, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? They saw me. They must have saw what they like. Uh, you know, stats and. Had a good combine, you know, and at that point I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter where you come from, you know. It, it could be big D one, right? You know, Florida. You can be, you know, post. And that's what that's why the NFL is beautiful in regards yeah. to their process because there's a there's such a wide net that yeah. they cast for talent, right? Yeah. Like you can you can get look from anywhere as long as. As long as you got the skills, if you can be able to get in front of some yeah. teams on a pro day or something like that, get to the combine and impress yeah. some people, yeah, anything can happen. So Definitely. it doesn't matter. Like, of course, you want to go to a Power Five school. That's that's something mm -hmm. that they always you, you 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 dream of doing. Yeah, but that's not the end of the journey. You feel what I'm saying? If you yeah. don't get to a Power Five, yeah, because sometimes you know I mean? that work for the bottom. Exactly, right. exactly. Like, look look at all the great players that have played in the Hall, of, like that have got to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. Yeah, he didn't go to the Power Five school. No. T.O. didn't go to Power Power yeah. School. Jerry Rice didn't go to Power Power yep. School. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's there's always options, and that's what I that I I think that the NFL needs to do a better job yeah. with highlighting other other conferences as well because there's so much talent out there. A lot man. of talent. Yeah. A lot of talent out there. But you know, back to your story. So you're drafted. You're flying down to Philly now for mini camp. How was mini camp? Minicamp was good. You know, I get down there, and the first thing, uh, so I get down there, you want to impress the coaches, right? Yeah. So I go out there and, and get a, I'm in a, like a three-piece three <laughs> looking like number one draft. Right. <laughs> <laughs> looking like new money. New money. Yeah. I get down there, and like, I'm, you know, you just taking it all in, man. It's just like you're walking through the, you know, the Novacare Center was the brand new center they just built. I'm just walking through there. You see all the pictures, and everybody's greeting you. Everything, everything is just lit up with eagle logos. And you know, I just remember going in the locker. You know, we had a team meeting first, and the, all everybody's down there at this point. Everybody, even the, like the the McNabb and everybody. This and this is To's first year. This right. one got signed. So we're sitting in the meeting room. Andy Reid comes in, and all set. You know, all the you know the guys there getting on getting on all the rookies. Like, hey. Who who's the guy in the suit next to you? <laughs> and I remember I remember having a suit on, but you know that little tag they have on here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know you're supposed to cut that off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, you, you just gotta sit there and take it. You gotta, you gotta eat it, man. That's funny. You gotta sit there and take it. And then, and then, so then we go, we exit the meeting. We go in the locker room. And I'm just looking in the locker room. I'm just like, I can't believe I'm in the same locker room as all these players I just watched on TV last year. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? right. And now I'm noticing, like, these lockers are in alphabetical order. Mm. So I'm Pope. Owens is right next to me. Wow. Yo, swear to God. And I'm sitting here like, I'm in there and I'm like... Do I sit down first? You know, like, you know, wait, 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 sit down. Is my is my is my bag too close? To this, you know but he was cool. when I say cool, and you know, believe it or not, like me, you know, because I was there for a short period of time, and it was like meaning like my career on there. Yeah. But 
we connect all the time on uh, social media. That's dope. Like he, That's yeah, dope. We, uh, he hit me up uh, early today. He hit me up like two weeks ago. Like, just, good just, guy. Yeah, good yeah. guy. Just like, just like Pope, you know, when I was working out, he's like, don't hurt yourself. Just stuff <laughs> like that. Like, but he's, he's a good guy. But, um, yeah. yeah, but like I said, we get down there and he's there and I'm meeting everybody, you know, and the one thing I didn't do because, you know, I didn't want to go down there and be like starstruck and this and I don't like, look like a stalker. Right. You know what I'm yeah. I didn't bring a camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's other guys bringing cameras, taking, you know, because you don't know when how long this moment's going to last. Right. Right. But I never did it. You know, I just wanted to get down there and get to work. Do you regret that or no? I do because there was pictures that, you know, game day photos where I could we could have took, you know, how I see now, like they taking game day right. photos and all this and that, you know, but, but you know what? It, it is what you know. It is. You were you were you were more thinking about you wanna you wanna portray you know a professional look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also too, you're you're literally living in the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes, obviously, like you know, I'm like that too. I don't I don't tend to take a lot of pictures. Yeah, yeah. I tend to just like be in the moment, but. Yeah. Pictures are okay. Yeah, you know I'm right. saying like it's fine. Plus, you like you go up to them like, hey, you think I get a picture? You don't know how they go. Right, right. right. You know I mean, saying? you look like a fanboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ah, nah. You know what I mean, like yeah, get so, out of here with that. But um, yeah. So we get that. Then we have our three day mini camp, um, and it pretty much was just like one on ones, running some routes, and um, you know, so I did I did well in there, and then we we go home for like a I think almost a month, and then we come back. And now it's just rookie camp, right? And rookie camp is. You work out Monday through Thursday, and you have Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Wow! Right, so but we just we there was no, we didn't go over like there was no one on ones. Why we were just working out, like, right? Training like on the field, pushing sleds, and you know these workouts would last almost like two hours. Everybody wow. had to lift, and if you didn't lift, you, you know, either you're gonna go home because they gave you an option. They tried to set you up like, yeah, you don't you don't have to come. You know, but like, nah, we, you know, we're not falling for that. So Facts. we're there every day. You know, they trying to they, do the process. You know, because mm-hmm. it's always they always trying to figure out who really wants to. Be yeah, yeah exactly. So and then you, you know, you enjoy yourself on the weekend when you wanted to. You know, and we got paid to literally, we got literally paid to work out. Right. You know, and that's what we majority was was there for anyway. You know, to, to get better, or whatever. We had a couple special team, and we, you know, we were down there for the whole month, and then you get time off. And now you come back now it's training camp. Right. Right. And that's when the whole team is there. Absolutely. You know, so now, you know, training camp for me a little bit in the beginning was a little rough because because um you, you start to get nervous now. You're in front of all the starters, you know, and see where you fit. Yeah, you see where you fit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like you're going up there and you, you see T over there just manhandling everybody, and you go up there and you, you you may drop a pass, and you're like looking over your shoulder, and see like, oh, is I'm about to get cut right now? You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> you know, so Andy Reid had a, a facial expression that didn't change. Wow. You look at him, he looks like if he's happy, he's like this. If he's sad, you know, mad, he's like that. <laughs> you don't know, right? So, um, you know, but then you know, start picking it up, and I and and I knew because uh, a kid that went to high school, my high school, graduated before me, he got drafted from uh, North Carolina State. And he, you know, graduated when I was like eighth grade or something like that, yeah. Boyd Harrison. And he told me, he sat down when I, when he found out I was down there, he's like, whatever you do, make sure you 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 um, dom- try to dominate during the special team drills and all that stuff, right? Because you can find a place. Because you can find a place. Yeah. Now, when, they, when, when I got signed, there were also like 12 other rookie receivers signed. Or mm. they might have been 10. Wow. Plus T.O., Right? So now you got, you got Freddie Mitchell's already starting. You had Todd Pinkston on the other side. 
T.O., you know, he already coming in. So right. now you got like three other, you know, second string, and then you got nine, ten rookies fighting for one spot. You right. know what I'm saying? So um, that's when I was like, you know what, let me just try to get dominate on these special teams and see, you know, try to get on this team as a, from another angle. You right, know? absolutely. And, you know, got the preseason and all that, and I was starting on special teams and stuff like that. But once it came down to, like, trying to get that 53-man roster, you know, it was like – It's different. It's different, you know, because they're only going to keep so many, so many guys. Right. You know? So, so you, so I guess you know, you end up not making the the, the fifty three yeah, man yeah, roster. Yeah, yeah. So, what was first of all thought process in that situation where you know you 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 go through this and now you know you don't make the fifty three man roster? Like, what do you what do you what are you thinking at this point? Now it's like it's definitely over. Yeah. You know, like who's going to pick you up now? when everybody's cutting their rosters down now at the same time, you know. Um, and I was like, you know what, now, now he's got to go home, use your degree, get a job or whatever. So you so you never got any any practice practice squad offers? No, I, want, I actually wanted from there, I wound up going to um, Buffalo. Okay. Right? I went for a workout for Buffalo. And, you know, at the time, there was NFL Europe. Yes. So I get there, I'm working out, you know, running my routes, doing, doing my thing, and then – my agent was like, yeah, they, I think they're going to acquire you. This one is they acquire, and they're going to send you to Europe, right? And the next year you know, you get a call. And it's, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All these numbers games, like Buffalo is now looking for a quarterback instead of wide receiver. Mm. So now you got to wait, you know, and this and that. So now I'm sitting at home and I'm like, here we go at home, back home again, you know. But at the same time, you're still training. You're still staying ready for another call, yeah, staying yeah. ready. So then my cousin was like, you should just go play arena football. And right. you should get some film, use a different avenue to work from the ground up again and, and see if you can get back in there. So how so how was, how you know, so your transition away from the NFL dream, you don't make a practice squad, you know, the Buffalo Bills situation falls through. You get convinced to go to arena league. Yeah. How was the Arena League? Because you know you played what five seasons with the yeah about arena, five right? six seasons yeah, yeah. It, it was it was different transition game much faster because the field is much smaller right right um you know less I mean it wasn't it for the crowd but you would go to different stadiums and it'd be like empty in there yeah, you know? yeah. so you, but at the same time in the back of your mind like for me football is always a passion first right it was never about like how much money I'm gonna make right it's a passion. And my whole thing is I'm going to ride it to the wheels fall off. Absolutely. Right? What, doesn't matter if it's here, there, whatever. And I got the opportunity to play there and learn the game fast, right? And then did well in there. And then I think I stopped playing in 2009, 2010 because the league went bankrupt. Right. Right? And then at that time, I, I'm over here sweating like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. But that's all good. At that time, um, so now, you know, my wife at the time, you know, she, my wife now, she was, you know, we wound up getting engaged at the time, and now we're at the point where, how much longer am, am I am I going to do this? Yeah, you see, what I'm saying like, it's like every you know you, you pick up and go. You, you're going to Arizona, then you're coming over here. Da da da. So next year, you know, I wound up um, trying to go back 
So so my last year in arena football, I wound up going to a, a workout with the Falcons. Okay. Right? And it was a last-minute thing. We, yeah. ju- we just got back from um, uh, Mexico. Me and my fiance at the time got back from Mexico. Literally landed off the plane from Mexico. Whole week of drinking and you know partying and enjoying myself, <laughs> and then you know my agent's like, oh, right, right, you, what you, are you doing you, right now? You swole, like, you blowing it up hey. or something? Man. Yeah. Like, like, what you doing right now? I was like, oh, I just got back from vacation. He's like, oh, well, the Atlanta Falcons want to bring you down and you know try to give you a little workout because you know the whole thing happened with Vic, right? And now they got to change their office because the um, uh, what's the quarterback's name? Uh, um, Ryan. Uh, what's the quarterback from Atlanta? Um, Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. Yeah. From BC, he came in and no. Oh, say thank you. Let me thank you. Thank you. He came in and then um they have to change the whole style of offense to, right. to pat of a more passing thing. So right, right, right. Now they're trying to find receivers that are, you know, they can rush in right away. So right. my name must have came up and then I went down there and I was like, I'm like, I ain't gonna lie. I, you know, I was like, listen, I came down there, I tried to give it up my all, but <laughs> It was them. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't for a week of you know vacation and stuff like that. It, it just wasn't. By the time we got to the end of the workout, and I was just like, you know, I, I just didn't have it. It just didn't have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because I, you know, I, I didn't, I was, I didn't prepare for it. You know, not making excuses, but I was, I wasn't ready. If yeah, I came of back, if I would have came back and said, hey, you, 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 you know, they gave you a heads up, you know, then I'd it would have been a different, different right. outcome. You know, what I'm absolutely. Saying? So absolutely. After that. And at that point, I look at my wife. I was like, "Listen, I was like, I think I'm done." Yeah, just you not know? in the class. I didn't want to yeah. do it because now it's just like, "Oh, you got this opportunity over here." And I was like, "No, nah, I don't want to do it." Let's. It's about that time where you know you approaching thirty, and also too, like you know, you know you're, you're settled down at this point now. Yeah. Like you know, you don't really want to be all over the place, right? Like yeah. there's a trial here, the trial. Like yeah. that, that I don't want to do all that. Yeah, because 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 at that point it would have been maybes. Right, it wasn't guaranteed. No guarantees. You know so right. it's like. Start your, you know, now you got to start the real world, yeah. you know, outside of sports and stuff like right. that. And, you know, I took advantage of my opportunity, all the opportunity I had. And, yeah. you know, and it was um, a good ride, you right. know, and, and at the end of the day, you know, I didn't work straight out of college. That was my job, right. you know, so whatever money we made, we were able to get married, buy a house, right. you know, and now just... Successful, like, yeah, uh, like, like I mean, that's 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 mm-hmm. success right there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you 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 live the dream in regards to playing the sport that you love, right? Mm-hmm. Played at a high level, you made it to the NFL. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, obviously you didn't play any regular season games, mm-hmm. but not a lot of people experience what you went through. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? With that particular journey, so you have a story that not a lot of people have. Yeah, yeah, and. That's that's something that you can always look at as just like a major achievement in your life. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying like it's it's, it's salute to you, man. Like that's 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 dope. Appreciate that's dope. It, like yeah. whether you played a second or whatever, mm-hmm. that that's 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 a level of success that some people will never see. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? So definitely salute to you. So appreciate that. after that, obviously you decide to get into the the business world, right? So yeah. so you know speak about that a little bit. So. Originally, I was going to try to, you know, use my broadcasting degree to try to, you know, go in there. But I know for me, I want to be st- still somewhat involved in sports, but giving back portion. Right. The coaching or the training, this and that. And he just, you know, started working out um, at, at a gym, right? Or, or working for a gym yeah. at the time. And then 
th- uh, three years in, uh, by the second year, Jamel came in because he came. He, he had a um, little football journey after college too. And then once we got we linked up, we we're like, we can we can do this ourselves. Yeah. Shouts to Mel. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, <laughs> definitely. That's we do this guy. ourselves, and going on. 12, 13 years now, so we've been it's amazing. very successful. We landed a, a, a gym in a gold mine town in Port Washington. Right. You know? They accepted us. Uh, we're the only black-owned business in that town. Awesome. You know, and we... It's dope. Yeah, right? That's so, very dope. And, um, and I know what Port Washington looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, and we, and we, and we um, you know, then other opportunities came. We were able to coach at the high school, which I still coach now. I just finished my 13th year coaching. Right. Track, track, right? Track, yeah. yeah. The track. Absolutely. And you know, listen, the clients just been pretty much like family, man. We watch them, watch their kids grow. They're in college, they come back, you know. And we have clients that have been with us even before we opened the gym 15, 16 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we're at now, you know. Absolutely. So, like, you know, in regards to being a track coach, like, you know, how many, how many athletes have you seen go on to the D one schools or, you know For my program? Yeah. Uh, a couple, but the, the town we're in, they're more academic, so they're like the Ivies. Got you. Right, like the Ivy, yes, Ivy D3 League. school, yeah, or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, but we had, you know, we had some uh, Brown, some John Hopkins, stuff like that. We, you know, there was no Miami or Tennessee, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know, um, Adelphi's, right. you know, but some some kids that probably didn't even think they were going to even compete in college. Right. You know, I have had, a chance I, to. Yeah, I, I had, you know, I coached girls, so I had girls that never even thought they were going to be good in track right. or they weren't going to be fast enough until, you know, we pushed them to their potential right. and they're running in college, breaking college records, you know, wherever they land, Wesleyan or whatever it is. And, you know, and that's my main thing too, is like, you know, we're going to, the way I coach is one way. Right. Right. And if anybody says, you know, it ain't just about winning, we, we're going to win, but it, winning is not you crossing the line first. Right. It's like using what we, what you learn, the hard work, Winning in the classroom, winning at home, um, you know, and coaching never ends, you know, after practice. Right. You know, like we, I'm still coaching after practice. Season is done, still coaching, right? And when you get phone calls from former athletes, you know, if they're in college or just at a, in the business world saying, you know, having a rough day, I didn't think I can, you know, get through this. And you know, I just remember the mindset you taught us back then, you know, and I got through this or I went out for a two mile run. I think I can do it. But I remember I just had you in my ear right. or the coaches had, you know, in my ear saying that. And that's whatever. what you live for. And that's, that's what we do. We, yeah. You get the athlete and you want to coach like the 40 or 50 year old. And also too, like, you know, I, I always like to talk about the, the success part of an athlete's journey, right? Like, you know, we talked about it already that, you grow up, it's always D1 you think about. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not going D1, you don't have a shot. Yeah. And you as a coach, I'm sure you're telling your, your athletes that, listen, you know, we're giving you this opportunity to be able to continue to yeah. fulfill your dream. And who knows what that can be able to unlock in the future. You have you have achieved a level of success yeah. already. Yeah. Right? So start start appreciating, start saluting yourself for that because a lot of people think that just because they're not at a certain school, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. that it's failure. Like, yeah. you've made it. Yeah. Like, you literally got to a point where your parents don't have to pay a dime yeah. to send yeah. you anywhere, yeah. right? Or you have a chance for higher education. Higher education. You have made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're one of the... the, the, the in, in whatever percentage bracket that is, that made it. So yeah, I think as 
as as as black men, as even just parents or adults that's trying to like push the younger generation through. It's our responsibility to tell them that. Yeah. I don't think that kids hear that enough, that when they do get to this certain point, that they're successful, that they've made something, you know, that they, they can be able to kind of like pat themselves on the back because they're always thinking about what's down the road or what they don't have. Yeah, yeah. Focus on what Focus you have. have now, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the most important thing. So what I want to do for you, like, I just want to clap it up for you. Appreciate it. Because, you know, salute to you, man. Like, you know, that that's definitely dope. Um, continuing your 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 coaching and, and and your 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 guidance for these kids, man. They they need it. You know they need more guys like you out there that are guiding them. That are you know their guardian angels. That are you know whatever it is for them that they need in their life at that time. So yeah. you know it, it. You know words can't express how much you mean to them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely salute. Um, after the break, Claw is definitely gonna get into this now. We got we have some some NFL and some NBA talk to discuss. After the break. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Gals. I wanna give a shout out to my boy Barry for all even podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Victor Wimbayama. <laughs> Summer League. Debut. So the number one hype prospect is here. Everybody been talking about that. He's the best prospect since LeBron. Better than LeBron. Better than Jordan, better than Kobe, better than whoever. Well, he's had a summer league game, and, you know, we're not watching it right now, but I'm seeing some videos out there right now. I've seen that he got dunked on, one. I've seen that he looked very uncoordinated, too. He's missed a couple of shots. It's his first summer league game, so I'm not going to trash the kid too much. But do you guys see the hype, right? Like, he hasn't played a, an official NBA professional game yet, but... Can you see what everybody thinks they're 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 seeing in regards to this kid? I mean, like, what type of dunk was it? it was like the the dunk that Shaq gave the dude? No, nah, it was like that. Nah, that's disrespectful. It was it was it was more of a, one of those Dwight Howard throwing dunks. Like, so like, it was it was off a rebound. Guy got it, and Victor was there, had his back turned, and yeah. Did he stare him down at the end? They have to. You have to. They have to. I, don't I know. think that's a prerequisite. You have to, like, especially the fact that he's the number one pick and and Mister Overhyped or whatever it is, Mister yeah, Hype. Yeah. You gotta stare at him. But like thoughts, like do you see, like you watch basketball for many years. Like, do you yeah. think that he looks like somebody that's gonna be a star? Not gonna lie to you, absolutely not. Really? But I keep it real with you. I went to um back when AD just signed with the Pelicans. Pelicans, got you. Thank you. Um, I knew it had to be somebody. I knew it had to be somebody. He played against. Tell you, he, he, it was a preseason game, and he played against my uh, Miami. Yeah. against Braun. And even then, I looked at AD, and, I, and I'm just like, "No, nah, you're not him, bro." Like, and he was super skinny back then, and all that shit. Like, but he just didn't have that. He was still soft. You know what I'm saying? Pause. Yeah. Like, so I think um, I don't know this one. They hyped it, but I would like to see what you know Greg Popovich does with it because that's what he does. He he builds these guys out. And he turns them into fucking megastars. So. Facts. So what do you think? I don't know. He still looks, you know, he looks like your average doofy, uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah, the D word. Sorry. Uh, even when he's like, like I haven't seen him play at all other than clips right. from the draft. And those look pretty impressive. But like, you know, see him now on the gram working out and all that type of stuff. 
none of that stuff makes me confident that he's the guy. But again, like we'll see, we'll see how it goes. All right. What about you, Jeremiah? If we, I think he needs to get in the weight room. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> look at Manuk Ball back in the day. You know, so that's all I know about him so far. So, But I, I looked at him, I'm like, I ain't going to call him Doofy. I ain't going to yeah. call him Doofy, but he got he, he to gotta get some meat on them bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some grits. So I'm saying, Spanish joint, give him some platanoids. My ghoul. I mean, listen, according to Charles Ball, he need to go get him one of them ugly San Antonio girls. I don't know. I don't have have them have them cook for cook some meals for you. Make some armadillo. You get yourself a nice. If you get yourself a three, you know she not leaving. Right? Get yourself a three. She ain't leaving. A thick three, though. A thick three. Yeah. I mean, like you Thick three. A three series, right? Yeah, a, three, yeah. a nice three series. You be yeah. all right. You can get yourself yeah. an M three too. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah. Cut on it, baby. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if he stays his whole career down there, he, you know, he yeah. gonna he gonna pass through a couple ugly ones. But you know, that's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> Chili, what you think about Victor Wimbayama? Yeah, I think he got to gain weight, man. Yeah. Once he gains the weight, I mean, so he's been slim his whole career. Yeah. So gaining weight may not be the best for him, but if he gradually gains it. At a slow pace, I think he's gonna think be, be okay. If you think about KD, right? KD was very wiry thin when he got <laughs> to the league, right? But he's put on a significant amount of weight since he's been in the league. I think Victor is gonna be the same way. Like he's never gonna look like this opposing physical, like Giannis, right? He's not gonna yeah, look yeah, like yeah. him. But he will put on some weight to the point where he can be able to hang with NBA mm-hmm. contact, right? Listen, as long as he don't lose his hair like KD. Bad, bro. Even in Call of Duty, that shit bad. (laughs) You, you, you. There's, there's no AI can fix that. Yeah, they try to put a hat. You still see his shit like he's back there. They don't even comb it. Like, come on, man. Nah, you can't comb that. Nah, what are you gonna comb? What comb is gonna help that? Seriously, I mean, if you run a comb through it, it'll stretch. Nah, nah, not even a hot comb from back in the day is gonna go through that. They're defined like the naps already created their own colony. Right, into something. Yo, the naps, his naps are already embedded in the face. Like, he's back. Yeah, like you, like you know how you brush your hair and it get all nice looking. Like his, it, it, it don't change. Uh, Yo, you know how don't coral, change, coral forms in the ocean. Fact, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ecosystem. Like yeah, you can't yeah. even fuck with it. Yeah, you said some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Coral, you know. Yeah. Oh, words, Yo, you was holding that in. Yeah. You been waiting. Yeah. You gotta let that be. You gotta let that be. It's facts though. Yeah. But listen, what we gonna talk about, yeah. Victor? Right. The the biggest highlight. But Victor went Miami right now. Was not even on the court. It was on the court. <laughs> he over here assaulted Britney. <laughs> he assaulted Britney Spears. What? What are we doing here, son? Don't touch Britney. Uh, Don't do that. Yeah. We just got her back. Look, look, what she, listen, what she said in the song, hit me, baby, one more time. That's Dang. not what she meant. <laughs> that's not what she meant. Right? That's, that's not what she meant. Oh, man. You know what I mean? You got, you got security guards back smack. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm going to keep it real, though. How random is that shit? Mad random. <laughs> like, this kid ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Uh, and all of a sudden, Britney Spears comes Britney out of nowhere. Britney Spears gets manhandling your situation. Yeah. Yo, you're off to a bad start. <laughs> Yo, you crazy. Yo, that's facts, You're off to a bad that, start. That, that, yeah. that literally is like... Baby, your name's in an assault. <laughs> that's a bad omen, so. Two weeks after you signed. Damn. That ain't gonna up. lie. He's it's right. Up. 
That's they a bad omen. Body, bro. That's a bad you omen. You better chill. It's not like another you know athlete comes up to you yeah. and there was a misunderstanding. That's Britney, Britney Spears. Yeah. Right? Britney, dog. Like, wait, that's what? Britney Spears. I'm Britney, bitch. That, yeah, that's, that's Britney, Britney bitch. That's what we talk about here. <laughs> Among all people. Yeah. Don't use that backhand on Britney. Don't do that. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> yo, <laughs> arms is long enough. You could have said, yo, yo, stop, bro. <laughs> you could have reached over there and be like, like stop. security guard to touch Britney like that. Don't do that. Back up, bro. Listen, if I was out there, I was, I was fighting the security guard for Britney. Yeah. Britney don't don't do that. You know what she did for my childhood, man? Hey, Brittany, Brittany was lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what they say in France. I don't know. Yeah, what, what do they use? It's not Muscoozy. What is it? It probably is Muscoozy. 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 Back up. Back up. Yeah, so it's like, you know, just just leave Brittany alone, man. I feel bad for her, but, you know, yeah. like you said, man, he's he's definitely off to a shaky start yeah, in his NBA shaky, career. Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Dame Lillard decides to finally, finally ax out of Portland, right? And he wants to go to one place, and that's the Miami Heat. So this whole time, you know, we've heard him say that he's loyal to the, to the team, he's, he wants to stay there, he wants to win a championship with Portland. And I've come on this show numerous times, and I've said the same thing over and over and over again. You may want to stay, but Portland shouldn't want to keep you because it's like having that high-maintenance woman, right? If you ain't got the resources to keep her happy, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Rob a bank? <laughs> you going to try to put yourself out there crazy? You're or are you just going to be honest and say, listen... I can't give you the lifestyle that you're looking for. So we may have to just part ways. Portland was in that situation, right? They could not put a contender around Dane. They never could. Nobody's going to Portland. No free agents are going to Portland. You have to draft very well, right? And if by the time he's a veteran and he's the, the one of the best players in the game, what veteran is waiting on a, a rookie four years down the line to produce, Right. So they were already behind the eight ball trying to develop this championship roster. It's not, it was never going to happen. Yeah. So for Portland, they should have said to him, listen, I understand that you want to stay. We have to move you. You know what I mean? We have to make sure that we try to maximize and get the most out of the value that you have right now because we can be able to reset this, get younger, you know, the fan base to understand. But for him to wait this long, and how it and how it's playing out now is corny to me, because now he's stonewalling Portland. Oh nah, I, he he has his agent saying, oh if you if you trade for Dame, he, he may not show up to camp. You're on the contract. It's not like you're a free agent next season. Right. He's on the contract for another four years. <laughs> you talking about not showing up? <laughs> I'm a, now I'm gonna call you bluff. Yeah yeah. Now I'm gonna trade for you. What are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, Portland needs to look at it. Like, I understand that there's a relationship there. They want to respect Dame. He wants to go to Miami. But if the package that Miami is offering you is not enough and somebody else is willing to give you a better deal, go with that. Go with that. Yeah. Go with that. Because at the end of the day, this is a business. Yeah. Right? This is a business. So what are your thoughts on Dame finally deciding to ask out and – how the the situation is is playing out because 
it's all rumors right now, right? So if this is true, this is what I'm saying. It's not necessarily, it doesn't have to necessarily be true. This is all rumors. It's not coming out of the horse's mouth. So we're just speculating at this point. Um, I mean, I think it's about time. They should have done this, like you said. They should have done it a while ago. The crazy part is, though, it's like the agent texting people and say, hey, well, <laughs> if it's not Miami, right. you're going to get Unhappy Dame. I don't, I don't think you want an unhappy dame. Yeah, we'll, we'll try it. Yeah, really? <laughs> it's like, uh, shut up. Take these picks. Right. We're going to do this deal. Like, Facts. That's my day, by the way. Yeah, I didn't even know all that was happening. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Like, I think Portland's trying to capitalize on the ticket sales. I mean, as they should. Know, as they should. That's it. <laughs> as they should. Like, Dame didn't express that he want to leave. Yeah. He want to stay. He's cool. They're selling tickets. They know they're not going to win any championships, but money he's grab as it is. So He's a king up there. There's right, nothing. exactly. Yeah, There's he's the king of bowling. Out there. Yeah. He's yeah. been there, what, how long? 12 years? 12 years. Yeah. Like, that's all they know. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever they get now is going to be, who? He's who? all they got. Right. <laughs> Him and the Nike store. But, but what's the uh, what's the significance with Miami, though? I think Miami, I think the... Pat Riley is down there. The culture is down there. I, I just think he likes the 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 environment. It's mm-hmm. a championship culture down there. Jimmy Butler's down there. The Miami Heat just got to the NBA Finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's there's things to build on. And you, you adding Dame and having Jimmy Butler, that can be a nice one-two combination. You know luxury what I'm saying? Tax. So I understand it. Luxury tax as well. Luxury tax. Yeah. There's no state tax oh, yeah, down right, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, you, that you're, bag, getting, baby. you're getting all your money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not getting that New York or Cali tax. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it's important for him. So I, I listen, I get where he wants to go. But, you know, I think that I think he waited too long to play this hand. And mm, now Portland has to, they got to do what they got to do. Right. You know, I think that when the offseason happened, you know, right when the the, the, the the finals were finished, there was a chance for Dame to go to management and say, listen, this is it. I think it's time to move. And guess what Portland could have did? They could have moved him at the at the draft. They could have got more Some for the picks, for, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you could have been able to get a nice massive overhaul at that point. But now teams know that you have to trade him. Yeah. Because he's unhappy. Yeah. Now, granted, Dame's a baller, right? I don't think that if a deal doesn't happen, he's going to be unhappy going back to Portland. He'll, he's going to express his desire to want to play somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But he's going to play. And that's why I think that whatever the agent said, like you said, Claw, like that didn't make any sense because they know Dame. Mm-hmm. They know that if a team trades for him, like if a... a Toronto or whatever team, you know, Oklahoma City, whoever wants to trade for him, they know that he's going to play. He, 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 Whether he, he stays there long term is, is a different story, but he will play. Sure. So, you know, it's just, I if it's if the rumors are true, that's all I'm saying. I just don't like the way it's playing out. It could be, it, it could have definitely went a different way because I saw this coming. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just corny. Um, moving on. Moving on. Dwight Howard I ain't going to lie to you. I, I, I'm on Dwight Howard's side. I am. Dwight Howard has been getting shade thrown his way too much in regards to his career. I think people don't remember how good Dwight Howard was when he was playing. Absolutely. The fact that you can you can really leave him off the 
all-time 75 team? It don't make sense. Not crazy. They're not thinking about it. You got Anthony Davis' ass on there, <laughs> but you ain't got Dwight Howard on there? Yeah. <laughs> it's your money back. Right? <laughs> what are you talking about here? That's not it. I'm a Lakers fan. I, he, he don't belong in there. Yeah. He don't belong in there. <laughs> nah. So, so Dwight Howard came out and said that he will take his prime over Nikola Jokic's prime. Over the NBA MVP's prime. Mm. Currently. And on the surface, if you're a prisoner of the moment, you're going to say that Dwight Howard's crazy. But if you look at the numbers, it's not that crazy. Now, they're two different players, granted, right? Cole Jokic is more of a Larry Bird, LeBron James type of mold player that he's he can dictate the, the game offensively. Yeah. He's, a, he's a high IQ player. High assist guy, high efficiency, knows the game, understands the game. Dwight Howell was more physical, mm-hmm. athletic, uses jumping prowess, blocking ability. But when you think about the things that he did in Orlando, it was pretty impressive. He put up 40 and 30 games, 40 and 20 games, seven blocks. Like got the got the Orlando Magic to an NBA final. They lost to the to the Lakers, but they got there. So it's like I don't really understand the shade. I think I think the reason why a lot of people throw shade at Dwight is because he's such a clown. Like yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. a funny guy, yeah. right? It's like so, like ludicrous. Yeah, right. Like, thank you. Ludicrous that's a, is nice. That's a great but he wears comparison. Big ass sneakers. That's yeah. a great comparison. <laughs> like you you think about ludicrous. <laughs> no, seriously though. But you think about ludicrous. You think about him like you don't think about him as like a dope MC. He is. Sure. Yeah. He's one of the dopest nice. of all time. But nice. you don't think about Ludacris like yeah, that. Yeah. Nah. You don't. Because he jokes. Because he jokes a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I think Dwight Howard is in that same that same you know category is that the people just don't take him seriously Serious, yeah. because he's such a clown. And and honestly, he has, he has some type of argument here. A lot of people may not agree with him, but I'm not going to say that he's bugging because he's a great player. So thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, he's, I feel like, yo, Dwight played in a different NBA yeah. than it is today. He played in the NBA right, yeah. of our generation where it was a harder game. Yeah, they was checking you. There was hand checks. Yeah. It's all type of shit. So yeah. I think, you know, it's it's a different it's a yeah, different like, narrative to swing. If you were looking at numbers and everything, like to put up numbers back then, you had to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. Not everybody did that. That's facts. Right, right now, you can go crazy because, hey, they can't touch you. It's like, Brady rules everywhere. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're it's, letting them, letting the players play. Exactly. I agree. You know, it's physical. And you know, with him, Dwight down there, you know, he's you know he's banging every time. With Facts. Big muscles, every trip. You know? They were definitely Dwight down there banging, but take. Jokes. I think he. I can't even say what I want to say. He doesn't. I don't think he does nothing spectacular, but he gets it done. Yeah, he's 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 yeah. a great. He's a he's an efficient player. He's not flashy. Yeah, but he's just. He's just a bucket getter. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like Dwight Howard was the thing that I think people and another aspect is that they didn't respect about him is that his offensive game wasn't impressive, right? Like he didn't have any moves. Mm. There was no spin moves or anything like that. It was no low post dominance. He was just an athletic freak. And I think a lot of people didn't really respect his game offensively because of that. 
So because of that, I think his his stature or whatever he's done in the league kind of gets diminished. But what you don't like, he's a three time defensive player of the year. Yeah. Like this is uh, this is a guy that <coughs> you know won rebound titles, and it's just uh-huh. you know I I just don't. I don't like the narrative, but at the end of the day, in the society that we live in, we're, it's very, very prisoner of the moment type. You know what I mean? Like, Jokic, don't get me wrong. He's tough. He's a great player. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. But at the same time, like, people need to really appreciate how great Dwight Howard was, too. You know what I mean? Like, he was a good player. So Even with Dwight, though, like, play for multiple teams. Yeah. And at the same time, to have a game that fits different systems – to go overseas and then still be mm-hmm. brought back over, says something to me. I mean, I, I, I mean, he's still playing now. Yeah. yeah I mean, the biggest thing for him was that when he came back to the Lakers, humbled himself after being there, you know, his first stint wasn't successful, didn't go well, and came back, humbled himself, played a role, was a veteran, and won a championship like that. His his career arc was pretty impressive. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I just want to give I want to give Dwight Howard some flowers, man. Like I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Dwight. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your prom too. I don't care. I don't care. Lake of like Dwight or, uh, or Orlando? Nah, 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 nah. We, don't, we, we don't do Lake of Dwight. We don't do, we don't, we don't do Lake of Dwight. We, we don't like that Dwight. We don't like that Dwight. Um, what else we got? Moving on. NBA in-season tournament. Adam Silver's bugging. Like, I don't understand what he thinks that this is going to do. And <laughs> here's the shot. Told myself I wouldn't do this, but I, <laughs> I never thought that the NBA would steal an idea from the WNBA. <laughs> I never thought that they would steal an idea from the WNBA. I never thought it. Chile, I never thought it. Yeah. I never thought that, that would happen. I never thought it would happen. The, the, the WNBA, they got their midseason tournament. They're they playing it right now. Right? Successful for them. Why would you think that you need that? You don't have the viewership issues that possibly the WNBA has. And also, too, it's from, it's a, I think it's a three-day tournament, right? The stats are going to count towards the season. The championship stats don't. What? Is the Wait, point. What? Make What's sense. the point? Yeah. So it's like having it's like the WWE and having like the championship title and then what you win like the intercontinental. No, that's not no. It's more like it's more like I don't know if you ever watched international soccer, right? So so you have you have in season cups and then you have the other cups in the, like you have these mini tournaments and then you have the big tournament. So. They're doing it like that because they they they're saying that the viewership for the NBA is lacks within you know in the, like the 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 middle of the season right, but at the end of the day, this is not going to help. Yeah, nobody's gonna watch this. It's just gonna be no about the game. yeah no teams no coaches are gonna put their big players in this tournament. You do know that because there's a lot of other stuff going on. Like what, the middle of the season is what March. Not even before. Nah, it's gonna be here sometime. But it's it, football. It's it just it just doesn't. I just don't get it. That's the only time Americans yeah. ain't watching basketball. I was hoping, <laughs> I was hoping that they yeah. wasn't gonna pass this, but they went ahead and passed yeah, it anyway. Bugging. So whatever. Uh, moving on. Get your moving money on. back. Good try it for one season. Facts. Yeah, it's a dub. 
There's some WNBA players that are trying to fund a new league. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to dive into this now because I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to know what they're actually talking about. So, <laughs> New York Liberty, Brianna Stewart, and Minnesota Lynx. Yeah, I don't know this, this professional girl's name. Uh, they're founding. They're they're trying to find a new league, uh, Queen of the Court style, three on three, one on one in in Miami. Thirty of the best players in the world. So it's not like an official um, five on five league, three on three league, one on one league. That that doesn't seem too bad. But are they stomping on the big threes situation right now? Like what are we doing? Cube got to sign off on right. They should have just. Oh, Q Cube, like Q, we want to do this. Big homie, what's what up? Think about it. Right. Right. Big let, you, let your wife run this one. What's Facts. up? Facts. <laughs> Facts. Don't, don't, don't be trying to step on Q toes. Yeah, I mean, don't do that. Don't do that. But listen, if it's if it's another way for them to be able to generate some income and to generate some some big profits and some eyes to the WNBA, sure. then do it. Then do it, yeah. Then right. do it. Because that that's my biggest concern with the WNBA. Like, I, I don't watch it, right? I'm I will admit you that I don't watch it. Right, but they have to find ways to market their product better, because I remember when the WNBA first got in, it was everywhere. Facts. We were we used to watch it. Cynthia a, Cooper and yeah, the, yeah. the, the Houston Comets, they, they was out there busting ass and winning. Rebecca you know, Lobo yeah, Cheryl Rebecca Swoops. Lobo with the Rebecca Lobo. exactly. Swoops. There were so that, many great Lisa women Wesley. athletes. Yep. I'm not yeah. saying that there's not great players now, Cheryl but Swoops. it was just branded differently, man. It was a league that 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 felt like it was legit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have that same moxie anymore. And I'm not saying that they can't get back there, but they really have to do a better job with marketing into the masses. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, that's 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 all I want to say. I, I wasn't gonna throw no shots, you know. I'm gonna leave them alone, you know. I, I hope the best for them. Uh, after the break, NBA 2K has a new cover guy. I'm very happy. <laughs> he has changed the game. Whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I'm going to find a ball missing for you to go to. <laughs> and you're going you to turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Grab him if you got him. If you got him. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to. Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. The grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid. NBA 2K has a new cover athlete, and I am excited. Kobe Bryant dons the new 2K game. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I think you can pre-order it right now. I'm about to pre-order mine in a couple. I need that. I need that. Um, but, you know, 2K has done a very good job over the years, like, highlighting and celebrating, like, you know, great athletes. Like, Jordan's been on the cover a few times. I think this is Kobe's fourth cover, I believe. Um, so, you know, I, I would love, I, I want to see how they, how they do this, like what they put in the game, you know, what, what, you know, challenges or whatever it is, like, it's, it's, it's going to be dope. A nice, nice homage to the great late Kobe Bryant. Um, it's crazy when you say it, that. It's, yeah. it's yeah. still nuts. Yeah. Still they nuts to even throw to, up. To me, it's like, you can't even like, fit in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not even a. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan, but I like Kobe. And to hear it, it's like, right? It's crazy. But it you know, was, you know what they say, right? Mm. The game's better with Kobe on it. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy this game because last year's game was trash. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I bought it and never played it. <laughs> never played it. Who was but on last year's cover? Don't even remember. <laughs> I'm ready for this Madden now. Is it fire? Mm-hmm. Look, it's um, of course. Crossplay? Yeah. Nice. Finally. I mean, everything got to be crossplay at this point. At this point, you need to. I you mean, once saying? once you see 2K do it, you're like, yo, why can't yeah. anybody else do? Yeah. You need it. Fact. Especially for the leagues and, uh, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, we you know, we, de- <laughs> oh, yeah. we definitely going to get it popping. Got to. Um, but yeah, shouts to Kobe. Um, you know, that's that's my favorite player of all time. You know, it still, still feels surreal that he's not here. But I'm um, glad that they're you know, paying homage to him because, you know, his legacy, his career, his life needs to be just told and spread to the young kids. They need to know how great he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was a living legend while he was playing. So, um, you know, it's only it's only right to immortalize him in a video game as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, <clears throat> moving on. Oh, hmm. so. I gotta get my shit off here, Jeremiah. I, like, <laughs> I, I am. I've been. I, I've been going through it this year. The Mets have had one of the worst seasons I've ever seen. I've ever seen. They got a three hundred plus million dollar payroll, right? They're supposed to be this good team, and had one of the worst months I've ever seen any good team have. They won seven games in the month of June, lost nineteen. The Oakland A's, who are the worst team in baseball, won 10 games in the month of June. And here's the funny part about that team. They won seven in a row at some point that month. So just think about it. Won seven in a row, they won 10 games. So they must have, they had a stretch where they went three and 16 or three and 17. Mm-hmm. And they were even better than the Mets. Well, month turns over. We're in July. Happy fourth and all this stuff, right? And the Mets are undefeated. They woke up. I ain't watching. Listen, I haven't watched a full game all season. I'll turn it on. I'll see them up 6-4. They'll give up a home run turn the TV on. Right? Or I'll see it on my phone. I'll be like, okay, cool. They up 7-3. Next time I blink, 9-7. They losing. I don't understand what's going on here. But if they're going to continue to win in July, I'm all for it. Because with that type of payroll, 
you can't not make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like that looks crazy if you don't make the playoffs after spending all that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that they get it together, Nicole. I'm I'm putting it on you, all right? Because you're the one that went to the game last Sunday, right? I think you sparked the winning streak. So you gotta keep going now. You know that. You gotta keep going. There you go. You gotta keep going. And wear the same thing you wore on Sunday. <laughs> I don't care if you got to wash it, right? And, and tell the network about the camera angles, too. Tell them about that. right? Yeah, make sure SNY got the good angles. You know what I mean? You call them out. But yeah, man, like, you know, the mess, they got to get it together, man. Like, Lindor's having a good season. He's not an all-star. Pete Alonzo, he's an all-star. He's doing his thing. He's going to be in the home run contest. So, you know, I'm just hoping that they can be able to turn the corner right now. Um, excuse me. Moving on to the Yankees. <coughs> Bless you. Bless Yankees you. getting their ass kicked. Love it. And Aaron Judge has been out for a significant amount of time. Um, they're struggling. They're, they're still trying to keep afloat with Aaron Judge, without Aaron Judge. But if he doesn't come back, they're going to have a problem. They're going to have a big problem in regards to how to be able to make the playoffs or how to be able to 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 generate some some type of offense because he is the offense. Like when you're missing a guy that hit over 60 home runs last year. Yep. You're going to miss that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's Derek Jeter. He's the Derek Jeter of this era right now for for the Yankees anyway. So Yankees, um if I had to put a number on, it, I'll go around the room and say does Aaron Judge come back this season? He, put a number on it. What's the uh, maybe one to one hundred, like oh. a percentage? Um, what was the injury? Toe with toe injury. Yeah, he got a toe injury. Ooh, toes are different. Ligament. I, oh, that on a, on a six on a six eight guy. It's like here. turf toes. Let's Out of here, nah. Nope. So you you got a zero. Yeah, maybe a late playoff return if that mm. if they need him to ice mm. it, numb it. Cortisol doesn't make shot, you, but doesn't make mean, sense though. You mean if he makes it? If, if he makes it, if they make it, if they make it, right? If they make it, yeah, they're gonna stretch it out and he can sit out. But what about you, Phil? Yeah, I'm a claw in this one. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, if they make playoffs. He coming back. That's it. <laughs> what about you, Chili? Same thing. Yeah, toe is weird too. It is. Yeah. So you can be on the side of your toe or the top. That injury is like one of the worst, yeah. and especially the in the, all sports the, the, and the. You know, the bigger you are as a as an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Pause. Like mm-hmm. if he's a six eight guy, so it's not it's not the normal anatomy for that type of joint. Like you know what I mean, the bigger yeah. you are is, is the, the more pressure, the pressure you're yeah. putting on on mm-hmm. on those those toes. And the those bigger ligaments. the toe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey yo, what the fuck? Right. Settle down. (laughs) But yeah, I I definitely agree. Like, you know, the Yankees, they're both New York teams right now look like dog shit. They in trouble. Right? So they they in trouble. They spending all this money and can't win. Right. But aren't the Mets like in fourth in the East? We we a couple of games away from being in the last. (laughs) (laughs) But like what? Atlanta's Atlanta's above us. Atlanta's above everybody. Atlanta's like Atlanta. Atlanta's been good since the nineties, but then fell off. I tell people right now. I tell people right now, people talk about the Phillies all they want, right? Like as New York fans, we don't like the Phillies, right? We hate the Phillies, right? Atlanta Braves fans are worse than them. Mm -hmm. They're worse than them. 
See that because what they do is right, Jeremiah. When you see a Braves fan, you go to the game, right? They're very polite. Oh, how you doing? Man? We watching the game, man. Oh, you know, oh, you have Pete Alonso because he's having a good season, right? It start off like that, but once they start cooking, that southern hospitality changes, and they start throwing shots at you. So you start seeing a grandmother down there start throwing, start wild on you. That happened to me. And then you start hearing, ch -ch -ch -ch. Yeah. go back where he came from. That happened to me. Go on right? now. I'm down there. And the and the and the this old lady, she's like 80 years old at the Met game, right? And she said, "Hey, you guys don't look so good right now." I'm like, "Shut up, shut up down there, stupid ass Braves." Just <laughs> <laughs> because you win it, don't, don't don't try to throw it in. And you in New York, if you in Atlanta, do that. Don't do that here. Mm -hmm. Don't do it in Queens. We don't we, we don't do that in Queens. Exactly. <laughs> we don't do that in Queens. Hold that. Don't like that. Came to the head. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ma'am, you won't make it to LaGuardia. <laughs> Ma'am. But but that that's pretty much what it is. Both New York teams are in trouble. They got to get the act together because they spend a lot of money. And we as fans, we ain't got no time for that garbage. Fact. Like, win. All right? What, whatever you got to do. Like, George Steinbrenner used to have a motto, cheat to win. Right? God bless George Steinbrenner. He did whatever he could to be able to win. I, I respect that. I respect that. That's why the Houston Astros, when they did what they did, I respect it. That means that you're trying, right? Do something. Facts. Do something. Proactive. Right. Moving on. Moving on. Huh? <laughs> By any means necessary. By any means, exactly. Was that, that's, that's Malcolm X. Yeah. Yeah, that's Malcolm X. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> even, even in the baseball sense. Hey, even in the baseball sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Exactly. This is good all the way around. It doesn't matter. Any way you're looking at yeah. it, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Juice, cheat, do, do what you gotta do. And we just got demonetized. <laughs> do, do what you gotta do. It wasn't for I me. Didn't want, I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. Do what you gotta do. All right. That's all I'm saying. If I'm paying this type of money as an owner, I just uh, okay. I'm just gonna turn my back. That's right. Do what you gotta you know, do. Hey. Hey. I, what was it? Plausible that deniability? Is that yeah. what they say? Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Makes sense. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> to my irrelevant news of the week. You gotta be kidding me! I mean, how do you watch uh, that? Every I mean, week, yeah, Jeremiah, we where we find these compelling stories to talk about. What do we have here? Let's see. Hmm. Former employee of Amazon sentenced after stealing nearly ten million dollars from the company. Wow. Uh, all right, let's unpack this because yeah, I want to yeah. know how. Was it yeah. cash? Was was it that's what I'm saying. Merchandise. Ten million. Yeah, that's a lot. We ain't even talking about ten thousand. Like they come out you for ten. Like Home Depot come out you. They'll tackle you for ten thousand. Yeah. Right. Ten million. Ten million. He Bro, yo, you got you got to cut him up. You got to cut him up. Yeah, yo, that's Let me read this. Moves out here, bro. Let me read this. He sold a fountain. He sold a gazebo. <laughs> yo, yeah. yo, dog, bro. He sold a truck. He sold some stock. <laughs> what yeah. he did? Like he was catching. Bro, bro he was catching licks. He was catching licks. A former Amazon manager in Georgia has been sentenced for stealing over nine point four million dollars from the online rental giant. It says Atlanta Brave State. What's this? Uh, Karika Worthen, 33, was among seven people charged in a scheme that netted millions 
from 2020 to 2022. Oh, prime. Uh, so at that time, was Amazon was making, they made, they, yeah, they, they yeah, went yeah. from a billion COVID. dollar company to a trillion dollar yeah, company yeah, in 2020. Yeah, yeah. 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 they was COVID. making bread. Was yeah, it. during COVID. During seat, yeah. Said work, Worthman worked as a operations manager at the Amazon warehouse. So, okay, so they don't really necessarily, they don't go into detail as to how. Pending case. Open case. He was an operational manager. Right. In a warehouse. He was the inside man. Right. So, which means that in the warehouse, there's a, that inventory is crazy in there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But 10 10 million? million Yo, Regis ain't gonna check that out. Woo! He's, he was selling Regis online. Yo, side, facts. Side. Facts. He was doing a Wayfair. He was Amazon. Facts. He was, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a Wayfair. That's Yo. a big number. Yo. You got to be selling everything. selling a Wayfair. You yeah. talking about, you talking about, you talking about markup? You talking about markup? Uh-huh. Dude. Wow. That shit said delayed. <laughs> if you don't receive your package, please get your money back. He was still in her book. He was still at her black now. Yeah, all the returns. <laughs> he was yapping all of that. Uh, all of that, man. Damn, that's crazy. That's the motto crazy. here is nobody gets nothing. <laughs> Word. Because you know what's crazy? Word. When they return that stuff, right? What they normally do is they sell it on, like, let's say you get a ton of returns. Now, instead of sending it back, what they do is they sell it as pallets. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you buy the pallet. Right. Yeah, so instead of it being the pallet, he's like, you know what? Let me just take this off the hold on, roster. One pallet. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit to Indonesia. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what pallet? Yo. Bro? Yeah, we make it dollars oh case way worse. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Uh, that's crazy. But nah, next story. Crazy. Next story. People are shocked to find out how hotels recycle use soap bars. So. I've seen a video if you didn't know what happens yeah. is that they take all the used soap bars in all the rooms and they recycle them and make brand new soap bars. Wow. So the soap bars that you're using at the hotels, people, newsflash, they, 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 they probably for some dirty ass people. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They grind it down and then they re- mixed up, mixed up like a bologna. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> like bologna. You bologna. Yeah, yeah. And then you that's like, yep. yeah, that's so, exactly what it is. Remake soap like, bologna. That's crazy. That's crazy. When I try, I bring my own. Bring your own, right? Bring, bring, bring your liquid. You know what I mean? Your liquid soap. I ain't gonna hold you. Though. I don't use the bar soap. What do you do? I go for the liquid. Yo, all right, let's, let's let's keep it real. I mean, that one little two though lie. is going. I go for the lotion too. Yeah, no, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Facts. That lotion, yeah. Facts. 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 You get that. Nah, yo, it, it be it be clutch. It be clutch. Like now, I like this big ass body. Come on, let's be real. It be clutch. All right, right. Let, this let, big ass body. I'm like, yeah. Let's tell the truth. Let's Use a rag, bro. Let's tell the truth. How many of us have used the hotel soap bar? I never do. Well, well, there's multiple. You got the the one by the sink where you wash your hands. Yes, with right. Oh, you talking, talking about the one in the shower? Yeah, I uh, you know what? <sighs> nah, I got caught out there having to use it. <laughs> use it? I don't know. Like, like I was forced. I'm I like, still put a towel down in the shower. Yeah, everybody does. You know, probably I mean, not everybody. Excuse yeah. me, I do. 
I, I do. I, I went yeah. to was like crazy. Yeah, they be they come in my room. They're like, and I still wear my chanclas. Like, we, I we don't use that hotel soap during those during college days, with travel games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we wasn't packing, right? Yeah, right. True, right. But toothbrushes. But maybe they wasn't even doing it back then. Now, now they do. Now it's a different type of business, man. They're trying to save money. Yeah, exactly. Trying the people that own these hotels. Yeah, they don't care. I mean, you got the big chains, but then you got the small little chains that are owned by. Listen, we talked about we talked about hygiene last week, right? In regards to there's some dirty ass people out there in regards yeah. to not washing their bed sheets and not right. cleaning out their microwaves and stuff. Like the these hotels, they they will cut corners and Bro. make sure that they can be able to to, to turn a profit. They don't care. Yo, I when we was on tour, I slept on like chairs. Like I wouldn't even sleep in the bed right. in the hotel rooms. Like I'll just sleep don't on trust a chair. Don't I'll trust sleep it. on a bar stool. Yeah. Like I'll sleep on a sink. Bro, yeah, I don't I just even... travel with a bottle of lights. Well on. now when you go to hotels they always say it's good to ask them to like Clean it again. Yeah. yeah. So the room can be already made up, but you can ask them to put. Oh, so you can do that. Oh, you yeah. Got it? Oh. It's you gonna got to pay No. It's I gonna be a little to... bit longer before your room is ready, but. You know, come through with the bottle of lysol. Lysol, yeah. lysol, alcohol. Yeah, bring lysol, bring alcohol. That's that's what. Yeah, I'll I'll bring the lysol spring. I'll do that. Wait, wait, wait. You ain't gonna get me. Can be that guy to say, isn't soap self cleaning? I be that Blacks. No. Nope. Soap, right? Can't say it. Nope. Either, believe, either nope. you believe in soap or you don't. I want to lie. No, like, real talk. Like, I want to, like, I hate I to be lie. that person, but yo, either you lie. believe in soap or you don't believe yo, in soap, soap right? right? Because if you have a bar of soap in your crib, right? Yes. The last place you wash, we all know the last place you wash, right? The next time you about to get in there, what's the first place you wash? Yeah, so, yeah. either you believe the soap work or you don't believe yo, the soap work. So, if you don't I, believe the soap work, then what are you I, doing in there? Like, are you just, like, you hating yourself, no? His, like, his, really? His, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that I've, here's the thing that I've, I've come Especially across. Especially you got a family, everybody using the soap. Like, that is very like, true. And we all, we all minorities, we all got rags and stuff like that, but still, like, you're still wiping... That layer off the soap, like you still, it, you're still you, doing it. You you said something. You said something that I want to I want to talk about. <laughs> Yo, all right, uh, we have two Caucasian people in here, so I need to ask this question. Rag is black. Rag or no rag? So you use rag, right? Uses rags. Lufus. Lufa. That's fine. Similar. That's okay. That's okay. Now, listen. I've I've had conversations with some with some folks. Some people say pawns. Where they use they use the soap and just So the question I asked us, I said, cool. Well, when you're trying to when you're trying to wash in certain areas, how do you Well, I just use my hand. So <laughs> You just rub that bar right in there, bro. So you, so you got your, you got your, you got your hand as a swipe. metro card. Yeah. Like what? Are we, what are we doing? Gotcha. That's right. So, so, so how, so how can your hand be clean though? Is it swipe? What happens when I want to wash my feet? Right. My face. Like that's crazy. Atlanta, Washington. You stupid. <laughs> yo, but yo, it's crazy though, son. Ah, Look, either the ironic? soap is doing what it's supposed to do. It's it's a self cleaning thing. Either it's doing what it's supposed to do, or it's not, bro. Like you can't have it both ways. Like this is bullshit. Like I get it. Like and, and I'm wrong because in my mind, all this shit is separate. Yeah. It's fine. Like 
But devil's advocate, bro, it's supposed to be a self-cleaning thing. It's a bar of soap. If you don't believe that... And also, too, also, too, you gotta remember, there's mad bacteria that lays on that soap uh-huh. after you put it there. Right. It's, it's, it's sitting there until the next time you take a shower. Right. Yeah. It's right there. Like, yo! Living living so, off of the soap. Yo, people mad. Yo, people, we, people yeah. nasty. I don't find it. I'm sorry, son. Yo, we got to do better. We got to do, do better. Soap is different. Soap. We yo, facts. Facts. <laughs> yo, we got to make a poll on that. Yo, facts. We make yo, dead ass, bro. Yeah. Like, if you don't have liquid soap in your house, I'm questioning you. Right now. I'm soap questioning you. Soap is different you. when you have someone else's ass on it. Oh, okay. If it's so, yours, so, so it's the amount, so it's the amount alone, of people. If you live alone, that's fine. Soap. But if there's multiple people in your house oh, and it's one like, ball, the soap, amount of whole ass yeah. is different. That's and my foul. soap is wild crazy. Yeah, that's bro. foul. I agree. It's different from your your pod. Okay. You know, what yeah. I mean? your nuclear family, your yeah, family. Yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. All right, cool. But even still, that's they foul. came from one place, they came out another place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I still, I still don't condone hotel that. Hotel ass. Unknown hotel ass. Riff raff. Yeah. Riff raff. Hotel whore. Yo, dog. <laughs> yeah. the janitor, Listen, not yo. even Howard Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> the one on something. <laughs> yo, bro. Yo, you can't do you it. What that? Yo. The one on Rockaway? Oh, I'm done with y'all. God. Yo, listen, God. I've been to that Howard Johnson one time, man. You don't want no yo, dude, that. That's you so? No. <laughs> No, I wasn't there for that long. Dettol. Yeah. Dettol. Dettol. Definitely some Dettol. You don't need no soap. Dettol on a rag, you fine. You know what I mean? Life's <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. I can't stay a job. I can't. I can't stay a job, man. Uh, what's the other story I have here? <laughs> oh, yeah, this one's crazy. Ben and Jerry's asked America on July 4th to return stolen land. Did you hear about this? No. no. Okay. Kind of respect. So they said, in a, in a, I think this was, this was on Twitter, they says, this is 4th of July. It's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now. They ain't playing. So they basically say, hey, celebrate. Mm-hmm. But it ain't your land. Take it back. Mm. How we feel about that? Yeah. I would Ben and Jerry's on this right here. I am. I'm not gonna lie. This is the first Fourth of July that my timeline went crazy. On what? With people not like celebrating. They, so there were people celebrating, but more people talking about the fact of the Fourth of July being Independence Wait, Day. Yeah. Does it? Is it really our independence? You know. Right. Okay. Well, like, you know, you know, like, you know, you know what Claw was. I went to a pride party. Yeah. <laughs> they said I'm not repping that. I'm repping this. I said, you know what? So you gonna you gonna start pulling up to that? Every yeah. They gave out rainbow beers. It was a different party. I ran with it. It was good. <laughs> I, I actually, I so once you got the beers in you, that was it. Yeah, I said I was rainbow Frank. I, I I did ask you a question. What's up? Are you gonna pull up every year? Well, it's annual now. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Cam Newton wasn't there though, so I was good. Okay. Neither, neither was Diddy, so I was cool. That was right, but it was cool. It was good times. But, but yeah, man, this the Ben and Jerry's—they put that out. I was, I was, I, I chuckled. I did. I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like, I like when you when you poke the bear. I like that, and especially when the big brands do it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, but do um, they really mean it though? Facts. Wait, most of them are. They, most are they just? They're just doing it for entertainment, or sure. are they really trying to poke the bear? I mean, it, sure. it it could be it could be to thank you. 
Appreciate it. Right. Um, Most of that land belongs to Bill Gates now, anyway. So, mm. yeah, relax. Mm. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna, you he, relax. he will give it back. Uh, you gotta relax. He's not giving it back. Right. He gotta get windows. Bill, Bill Gates got Bill all of them. Go get some of the Bill Gates avocados over there. Right, facts. <laughs> I want. This what we're not doing. I want no parts. I want no parts. nothing that Bill Gates is offering. <laughs> no nothing. Parts. I will drive to Brooklyn and Queens to get my seeded watermelon. Facts. Yeah. Make sure it's black seeds too. Black uh -huh. seeds. We don't want no brown seeds or no white. Uh -huh. No white. Uh -huh. yep. no, straight black. Remember, remember that, Nicole. <laughs> don't let nobody sell you no watermelon with no white. Or brown seeds, <laughs> That's right? Black seeds, bro. Because they not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. But you. You know what's crazy? You know what? Let me. Let me talk about that for a little second. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to. You know, air some people out. Right. You know, they. They've been dogging us for years about us loving our watermelon, <laughs> not realizing that watermelon is the essence. Of life, life yeah, man, delicious. I think that's why they were doing it. I think that's why they were doing it. They were trying to, they were trying to deter us from what we are supposed to be eating. Nah, 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 put down that watermelon. Take up this fried chicken. No, it's the watermelon we need, bro. Fried chicken is good too, though. Yeah, I, it is. Yeah. Oh, go crazy now. Yes. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not Cauliflower a big fan of watermelon. Disgusting. But... <laughs> Yo, you said you're not a big fan of watermelon. But we fried that shit really? too. You're not a big fan of what? Shocking. Watermelon. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hmm. Explain. I mean, just it's not my preference of fruit. So, what's your favorite fruit? Hmm. You like grits. <laughs> Your man acting like fruit. You say you like grits. You going eleven throw a shot like you? He eat one, okay? That's a shot. I love grits though. Yeah, but what fruit? You like grapes? You know grapes is not a real fruit. Stop it. Broccoli not. It isn't. What do you mean? It's not real. There's seeds and grapes. It's artificial. It is. So it's broccoli. Broccoli's fake. Broccoli's fake. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't do it. I ain't even say that. Yo, yo, you heard that? Jeremiah, you heard that? Yo, that man, right, that's that what man I'm is saying. toxic. I heard it. You got to go red right now. See, this is why. Yo. This is why you gotta get mad. Yo, yo, that's toxic. Yo, that's toxic. You can't help himself. Go, he can't bro. help himself. Oh, he can't man. help himself. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, I'm out. I am out. I can't. I can't do it. That is my irrelevant news of the week. I can't do it. I mean, how do you watch this? What is wrong with him? What is wrong with him? Yo, yo, he's a threat to society. After the break, we gonna talk some LFL news. I can't. I can't deal with this dude right now. I need a break. Welcome back, y'all. Corey Dillon is mad. Corey Dillon is the former NFL running back, former Super Bowl champion for the New England Patriots, but he spent the bulk of his career Cincinnati. with the Cincinnati Bengals. Right. He's the all-time leading rusher for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's a borderline Hall of Fame running back. He is. He's actually being discussed right now as if he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but his off-the-field career is what's kind of plaguing him. He's been arrested multiple times and stuff like that. He's had a checkered, you know, situation off the field. 
But the situation with him is that Cincinnati, they started their ring of ring of honor, I think, in 2021 or last year. And they left him off of it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, I, I'm the all-time leading rusher. There's no, there, there's nobody even close to me. How do you not have me up here? So I understand that they're trying to like rebrand themselves because the Cincinnati Bengals they've been a dumpster fire organization for decades, right? They now have a franchise quarterback. Joe Burrow is there. The guy. They're good. They've been to a Super Bowl now, but you know. If you think about back in the 80s, who did they also get to a Super Bowl with? Boomer Sison. Right? So Boomer they're not they're not too far away from that, but they're still a dumpster fire organization. So for them to wanna I, I, I don't think that that was right to keep Corey Dillon off of it. I think that he des- like his career speaks for itself. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the mule. Um I don't like the way they, they went about his business. I I I agree that he should be upset. What are your thoughts about that, Jeremiah? He definitely got the right to be upset, but I think that just in the climate we're in today with everything, you know. It's the, a PR thing, they, yeah. It's a PR thing, and you're going to use it as an example. Right. Right? Um, wh- whatever he accomplished back then is just like off the field. Right. You know, they're going to, you know, role model, should, you know, does the organization want you in here, you know, after they see what you've done. So, I mean – it's happened plenty of times where people got in, you know, Hall of Fame or whatever, this and that. But for them to hold them accountable, you know, you gotta gotta stay neutral in that. I think yeah. what he did, what he did on the field, has nothing to do with what's happening now. That exactly. That's you know? exactly the way I look at it as well. Is that you know his contributions on the field? Mm-hmm. You have to you have to commend that. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like what he was, you know, while he was playing and some of the off the field stuff, like. You know, he could be a different man right now. Like, you know, he, he went to the New England Patriots and won a Super Bowl. He had he had a 1,600-yard season for the Patriots. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was finished by the time he got there. He was still a productive player. Yeah. Right. And if he can be able to turn his life around or, or, or be on the, the, the straight and narrow with New England, you know, things happen. People make mistakes in their life. But, you know, for, for an organization to do that, I just, I don't like the way that looks. Yeah. To, to, to be all hot sadiddy now and not, you know, honor the, the legends of the past. I just, I, I, I'm very uncomfortable with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially because he's a black running back. So, Facts. And he you know, didn't I do just, worse than yeah. Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to show well, I mean, I mean, Pac-Man would never be there. So, you, you ain't never going to see Pac-Man. Pac-Man you want to talk about getting arrested. Yeah. Like, he needs an all-time record for getting arrested. <laughs> you ain't, ne- you ain't never going to see Pac-Man there. Yeah, I remember oh. when they brought Pac Man back. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I was surprised that they brought him back. Pac Man yeah. was that man, boy. Yeah. He, he was until he was he in was the club. Always, he's always uh, ready to fight. Facts. Of uh, Facts. Wild card. Facts. And to give a moment. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. There is some smoke in Buffalo. It doesn't look like Stephon Diggs wants to be a Bill. <laughs> like they, you know, I think there was a report that came out that said that they're very nervous about the situation, you know, uh, involving Stephon Diggs right now. Um, we saw the blow up after the playoff game last season, last season, like, right. Like, where can they go with him? Like, do you think that they can repair it or is it just better to just part ways and get what you can? If they could find a buyer, 
which is going to be tough. It's going to be hard because they, they're going to want the arm and a leg. Yeah. That's their one. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with, with Diggs is like, and I feel like any of these wide receivers that are really trying to give, you know, a hard time is like, you know, not trying to show up this or hold out, all that. The Bills especially, like, when you go to the playoff games, they're not going to build. Uh, they're not going to digs. Is a record player the best way to listen to music? Of course not. So why are you still taking vitamins in pill form that haven't been upgraded since the 1930s? Even if you don't have trouble swallowing, most vitamins in pill form can't be absorbed very well. It's time to upgrade to the pill-free future of vitamins. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created a patent-pending ingestible gel that is clinically proven to have 265% the absorption rate of tablets. These physician-formulated supplements come in a small gel pack. You tear off the top and shoot it down. You can also mix it in water. They taste great, they're convenient on the go, and they're more natural too, without chemical binders, fillers, and coatings. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code UPGRADE for 20% off your first order of any product. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L.com. They're going to Davis. They're going to the yeah, randomest yeah. guy. Like, yeah. who the hell is that? My, I don't even have my fan duel. Who's that? Yeah. So, so He you, got three so touchdowns. Remember that guy? That one dude that got three touchdowns. So you understand his frustration. I get it. Yeah. But, I, but at the same time, the one is always covered. The one is up against the top uh, cornerback off rip every time. Yeah. Source yeah. Gardner or somebody's on the one. Shut down. I don't necessarily think that Diggs's problem is more that he's not getting targeted or he's not getting the ball. Cool. I think it's more of when you're a player and you're on a team, right, and you're relying on somebody else that they consider the guy, mm-hmm. right? This is the guy. And you're watching him erode in front of you and making critical mistakes that in itself is frustrating because mm-hmm. you, as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. you can't do anything about it, right? If you're, if you see your quarterback making mistakes and you're not getting targeted, one, you're already frustrated with that, right? You're trying to be a good teammate, you're trying to trying to stay engaged, but you're seeing your quarterback making mistakes, and it's not just this year. You saw the same mistakes you saw last season, so it's like. This is as good as it's gonna get. That's what he's thinking in his head. Yeah. Is that he's not gonna get any better than this. Yeah. Why should I stay here? Bella, you know what I'm saying? So for him, I think he's kind of dug in, but the problem is that what you were saying is that buyers, what team is gonna pony up that type of compensation for Stefan Diggs? He is legit, right? Yeah, yeah. But the price tag, you know, in regards to the draft picks or or whatever it is, and then the salary. So there's a lot that goes into it. If they can be able to mend the fences, it'd be great. But at the same time, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that that's going on with Buffalo right now. Like Sean McDermott, he's a defensive coach. What is trending in the NFL right now? Offense. Offensive-minded coaches. Yeah, especially on the Bills. Too. So that in itself could be another issue. Why he doesn't want to be there. So there's a there's a lot. It's a very multi-layered problem for Stephon Diggs. It's not just one thing. Yeah. So you know they they're really gonna have to figure it out. They're gonna have to you know, kind of powwow and see if it makes sense to have a disgruntled wide receiver come back because yeah. when you have a disgruntled wide receiver, 
Yeah. That's a that's a bad thing for your locker room more than anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, who has who has it to get them though? Because it's like, not a lot of teams. Not a lot. This, not a lot of teams. Not this season, like you should have did it early if you were gonna do should've, it. Yeah, should have did it when the report came out. But I, I don't think that they ever wanted to trade him. Right. <laughs> you know I don't mean? think so because I mean, granted, you looking like Josh Allen. Like, is he really like? Uh, I, I in my mind, he's a new Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's trying to take all those extra hits. He's trying to get those extra yardage. He's trying to run and rush and all this shit, but end of the day it's like when you have the target like that if you can get it to him get it to him exactly. off their first route especially somebody that can run the routes like Diggs yeah. runs routes I think uh, yeah I think for me you know Josh Allen he makes two high end mistakes he's kind of like Dak Prescott to me yeah. that Ooh. you know these guys they have the talent around them but they're just, they, they tend to make some bonehead decisions mm. when you when you, you you just can't afford those yeah. right and that's not something that you can teach. Yeah, that's something that's in you as an athlete. Like yeah. it, the the play can be there, but how you see the play and how you react to what's going on around you, yeah. and then you make in the pass. There's no coach that can be able to help you with that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta learn how to say poise and calm. Right, Josh Allen. I mean Buffalo. You know what? They were the favorites to win the Super Bowl the last whole two years. Last two years. Yeah, yeah. and they do well in the regular season. Right. They I get know. to the playoffs and it's just like shit the bed. Shit the bed. What's and why? On? It's because of the quarterback. Same thing with the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Like, Dallas, they've been good the last two years. Look at they've lost to, to, to San Francisco two years in a row. Exactly. Yeah. And they lost because of poor quarterback play. <laughs> you need to relax, man. Shut yeah, up. I see him. I see him. I felt that over yeah. here. You need to chill out. Exactly. But but you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. lost because of poor quarterback play. So yeah. that that's when you when you have that happen consecutively, you gotta start looking at the quarterback. So, you know, I don't I don't blame Diggs, but they're gonna have to try to figure that out because they Buffalo has a window and the Jets are coming. Yeah. The Jets are coming, Dolphins are coming. You say it one more time? Jets are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna pause. Yeah, they coming. <laughs> nah, yeah, I can't. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna pause you. I'm gonna let that rock. I'm gonna hit it. I'm gonna let that rock. You know what I mean? We gotta be consistent. We gotta be consistent. Aren't they right? on hard knocks this year? You need to relax. Who's right. who's doing hard knocks this year? Jets. Jets. What? Now here's the thing. If you're gonna do Jets, we didn't want it, and we said they offered to us, and we said nah. But they're making us do it. They're making them do it. Wow. They're making them do it. And I don't like that shit because... Did that break? I mean, why That's wouldn't official? they? That's that official. Was, that was... Well, That's official. they, they had, it, the they had like the four year. teams... Why not? ...that they were looking at, yeah. but they're, they're trying to force the Jets to do it. So it and, seems... It seems pretty official right now. And they they said it like two weeks they, ago. They said nah, like we good because that's corny. That's whack. Hey, I don't like that. I don't I, like that. I sent it in the chat immediately. So corny. I said, oh, uh, season done. Yeah, I don't like that. Let's show like grand opening, grand closing. You see your man. You see your man Aaron over there looking like Jack City out here, boy. He's happy. <laughs> yeah, he's happy. <laughs> Going I, I told people that thirty thousand dollars seats. Bad, you, you in a bad, you in a bad relationship? But you get you get out of that. You get that joint. Like you. You you on you on a different plane. It, I mean, you feel like Superman. Like that's how yeah. you feel right now. I never seen Aaron Rodgers dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He went dancing. It's called new pussy, bro. Right. <laughs> Facts. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly We're gonna is. be at the game this year, huh? huh? We're gonna get the pod at the game this year. We might as well. That, that'd be dope. That'd be that'd great. Be dope. Book it. Pope, he went there last year. He went yeah. last year. Oh, that's fire. Good time. It was a good time. Oh, right? yeah? Yeah. 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 Was, uh, pre-game. Mm. He was over there barbecuing. Oh, nice. It was nice. Oh, yeah. We, we, we who can won def- the, Who won the grill, though? 
You want to grill? Nah, that's that my point. That's uh, Russ's cousin. Uh, right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure yeah but but if we if we take all leaving podcasts, who's gonna be on the grill? I I I I know who I'm um I'm gonna recommend. The Silent Assassin. Nicole on the grill. Oh, you a grill? Nicole, you got a dobo? As long as you got a dobo, we good. No. Nah, bake, bake, you know. Bake, you got it. We'll give the chili. We'll get the chili. You got it. Wow, because I'm the big one? No, because I know that you know how to grill. <laughs> oh, because you're a 49er fan. It's either, it's either, it's either him or Fang. Fang, Fang can do it. Uh, Fang, yeah, Fang, is, yeah. Fang, Fang, get down. Yeah. Yeah. If you, but he wears the white sheet. You got to watch it. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that Fang wasn't here that you can be here. Plus, it's different. It's different yeah. when he's here. Moving on, Netflix, they went ahead and bought Jerry Jones. Yeah. Loved it. Jerry Jones said, listen, if you want my documentary, it's going to cost you 50 million. 50. I like that. Docu-series, 10-part docu-series of Jerry Jones's life. Netflix is going to have the rights to it. It's going to be fire. Um, you 50 think 50 mil- million is enough, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, Netflix said, how much? Yeah. <laughs> think about it, bro. Somebody it's 50 com- million per episode? Or no, not for the whole thing. The whole thing. For Netflix the whole said, thing. Yeah, <laughs> the whole thing. Take that, baby. Yeah, thank you. Jerry wasn't trying to kill you. I'm going to flip that. He, said, he was just trying. He was looking for something. Yeah, right. He was looking yeah. for something. Like, hey, listen, I'm not going to give it to you for free. Hey, give me that 50. Flip that one. That's your shit. That's not going to go off Netflix. No. That's no. going to be on there until our kids have kids. That, like, that's an original. Mm, that, yeah, that's going to that's that's exactly. be, be dope, though. The last dance, all that shit. His, like, his, story, his yeah. story is so unique, man. About him buying the team on consignment or whatever it was, and he really didn't have like the all the money, and you know his he bought it, and then the 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 previous owner said that okay, I'll sell it to you, but you have to get rid of Tom Landry. Oh. Like that was like the caveat. He had to get rid of the legend, wow. Tom Landry. Think about your first duty as an owner that you got to get rid of the the <laughs> establishment. Wow, it's nuts. You know what I'm saying? But what he's turned, like, a lot of people clown on Jerry Jones. They clown on the Cowboys. But what Jerry Jones has done for football is remarkable. Like, he was the one. He's the reason why there's individual, like, sponsorships for teams. He was the first person to do that. You know what I mean? Like, he was the first person to get, like, a different brand besides whatever the NFL apparel was. He's the first one to get like Nike, like you know what I mean. Like he was, yeah, he Russell. he was the man. He was the man. So I I, I love Jerry Jones, man. That's my guy. Plus I'm a Cowboys fan, so you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, shouts to Jerry Jones. I can't wait to see that on Netflix. You know, uh, I can't wait to see how much salt he uses on it on his sandwich. You ever see, yo, Jerry Jones? <laughs> Jerry Jones. He was on Hard Knocks. I don't know if you ever remember this, right? So he was eating an egg McMuffin, Jeremiah. Yeah, egg McMuffin. And he's talking, and he's just. He's just pouring the salt <laughs> on the sandwich. And my, he's been talking for like, it got to be like 60 seconds. But he's pouring, pouring the salt on. for 60 seconds. Yo. That's why he looked like the Crip Keeper. That's why he's still alive. <laughs> that's why he's still Jerry Jones going to outlive us. Something in the salt. I'm telling you. Right. He's going to outlive us. We're I'll live gonna, us. We're going to find out why on Netflix. Facts. Facts. Right? Facts. That's why I always use the salt. <laughs> That's why I got to use the salt, baby. <laughs> Speaking of another owner, Robert Kraft 
has possibly rumored to have had it with Bill Belichick. They got beef right now. Robert Kraft does not like the way the direction of the team is going over the last few seasons. You know, Bill Belichick didn't hire any coordinators. Last season, it was just a disaster. Like, he just hiring, yeah, yeah, cool. You, you my man, you, you go ahead, coach offense. Yeah, you my, like, and when you have the quarterback complaining and when you have the quarterback finding other resources to try to stay relevant and then complaining to media sources and outlets it's a problem like bill belichick is great as he is right he's a hall of fame coach he's a legend but a lot of times you are you're a prisoner of your own success right whatever's worked for you Mm -hmm. it's like rinse and repeat like i know this is a formula that works but sometimes if you're in a sport if you're in a business Sometimes whatever model that you're using gets outdated, right? Bill Belichick's model is outdated. And the problem as well is that he drafts very poorly. So if you have an outdated offensive and defensive model and you don't draft well, you're going to have the results that you have. It's very mediocre. They're not bad, but they're not good. They're right there in the middle. And the worst place that you can be in sports is in the middle. It's either you should be bad or at the top. Or the top, yeah. But being in the middle sucks because you're nothing. You're nothing. You know what I mean? So I think Robert Kraft at this point, he's like, you know, Bill's my man. You know, we've we, we, we been here a long time, man, 20 plus years. I got to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't like what I'm seeing. <laughs> and for Robert Kraft, I think that's fair. He's given him more, more than enough leeway to be able to try to figure it out. So, like, as a Jets fan, Claw. What are your thoughts about that? Jimmy, go get the champagne from the freezer, baby. It's come time. We go get this motherfucker out of here. That son of a bitch showed up to our job site and quit 12 hours later. Fuck him and everybody he loves, man. To it. Mm. Robert Kraft been hanging out with Jay-Z. He was at Michael Rubenstein's party. He got the nice little watch game going yeah, on yeah, at the yeah. white party. Yeah, he's been Kraft, Kraft is up. Kraft Ever is since up. he got arrested at the, the, the rubber tug spot. He know what time it is. He's been hanging out with us. Arrested. Yeah. Arrested. Yeah, Jupiter, Florida, whatever yeah. it is. He's Arrested. there. Yeah. Arrested. Get him out of here. But what, what are your thoughts about that, Jeremiah, in regards to just like, you know, is it is it time for Robert Kraft to start looking elsewhere soon? Listen, if, 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 the, if the, the, you know, the team is, or his franchise is not going in the direction, he, it, it, it's time. It right. happens, you know? It's like just like what I was talking about, yeah, right? It happens. Landry had the yeah. even Coach Landry got fired, yeah. right? So everybody gets fired, but, you know. And Bill's been there for a long time, and now the way he's not changing his approach to coaching, like keeping up with, right? He may got too comfortable, yeah. You know, mm. and he's like feel like you know, no, Robert Kraft's my, my good yeah, friend. that's my man, that's exactly. My man. He got me, you know. Yep. But Brady, Brady's made Belichick look good, yeah. At some point, you know, most of the time. Right. And now he's like, when he leaves, it seems it starts going downhill. It's like, okay, so what are we going to do to change this? Right. And like, like you said before, they don't draft well. Right. And they look for, you know, it's supposedly they don't even pay well. No. You know? So, and you got guys getting, you know, drafted and all that stuff. And they're playing both ways. Right. Offense, 
defense. You know, you don't you don't have your starting wide receiver, star wide receiver playing special teams, right? Like running out on punts. You know, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's the that's his that's right. his uh, philosophy. Because he comes from the old school. Old school I, I yeah. get it, but that it, it just doesn't fly it's no more. Fly man. No more it doesn't you know? fly anymore. You, you know got all saying? the new young coaches that just hmm. you know stepping up, and you got the teams in the conference. You know, right? <laughs> you know. Right. It's different. I agree. I agree. I agree. So, Bill Belichick may be on the hot seat, which is crazy to even say. That's wild to say. That's like that's like the Spurs saying Popovich is on the hot seat. It's crazy. But, I mean, coaches, but they're not. <laughs> coaches get hired to get fired. Yeah, that's, that, that's that's That's, that's the game. Come, come you know what I mean? So, it doesn't matter if you've been successful over 20-plus years. At some point, your time is coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? get, and, and it happens yeah. to all of them. It happens to all of them. You know, so I love it. Yeah, moving on to the greatest segment on the planet WWE. Coming, yeah. Every week, I ask, I go around the room and I ask, who, who is the dummy of the week? Claw, you were late today. Yeah, I'm not gonna find you. No, you shouldn't. I'm gonna find Jimmy though, so he's gonna have to pay yours. He didn't know the rouse. Who is your dummy of the week, sir? Yo, security guard to slap Britney Spears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing on this, man. Why are you standing on that, because man? Because Britney's had a rough life. She's All she's done is just given us great talent. She's tried her best to dance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's on a Vegas show damn near every day. Sis wanted a two-minute second. Probably chuck it. Yeah, she got yeah. So she probably went and said, yo... My son loves basketball. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you so much? And it wasn't even like homie knew. Like he just chopped down and said, back up, bitch. Like he didn't know. Like he didn't realize. And I'm sure they cleaned it up after, but you know, you don't do that to Britney, bro. You gotta know who you're backing what I'm down. Like, like if I if I'm Wemby, I'm I'm looking at my security guard like Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, now on like yeah, you hit you hit yeah. now, first of all you hit Britney, but you yeah. also hit a white woman. Like was she Britney though? You gotta Relax. Yeah, he said, "What she leave? Take it easy, leave." Right? All right. That makes sense. Enough, enough with the conspiracies here. No, it makes sense. Enough with that conspiracy. No, you know that security job. She's Britney one moment, and then she's like Joanne at the other moment. What are you talking about? You, you call her Luann? Relax, Joanne. Joanne. Relax. Relax. Terrible. Okay. Uh, man. You skating on thin ice today? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> She probably didn't take a medicine. Hey, hey, yeah. leave all alone. Yo, y'all talking about my Britney like that. Facts. Yo, I'm Shut telling up. you, man, there's a couple of people I fight for. Her Toxic album was really, really good. Fire. Yeah. That was one of my, yo, remember? Yo, we said, yeah. yo, that was fire. Joy. Blast that shit. Blast that shit. That shit was fire. In the hood, too. In the hood, too. Top down. On Sunday. <laughs> I believe y'all. Ask about us. Yeah. Especially if Frank was out. You heard me? If Frank was out. We ain't play that. Definitely. Frank was a DJ, bro. He ain't playing that, so. <laughs> Have some respect. Have some respect for Britney. Fact. Fact. Who you got, Phil? Uh, saw this today. Atlanta man walks into nail salon, tries to rob people. No one pays attention to him whatsoever. They keep going about their day. Bro. He, he's pointing a gun. He keeps telling people to give him the money. And give, give, me your, give me your money. Give me your watch. Give me your... Everybody looks at him like, all right, bro, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Yo, <laughs> he finally gives up and walks out. It was the craziest <laughs> video I've ever seen. The, the dude Coming. goes in there. Yeah. Matter of fact, y'all have, do I have, do I have audio of this? 
you such a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, word. Everybody looking at me like, oh, listen, 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 listen. listen, listen. Everybody get down! Give me all your money! It's got the pockets! Give me all your money! He's doing this. Get out! Where's the money? Still sitting. Still sitting. Not reacting at all. Give me the money! Where's the money? Everybody give me everything! This there was a woman that was right by the door. She got up. And left. <laughs> she just walked out the door. <laughs> so he looks at her. She looks at him. And he just walks out the door. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Son. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, he was looking like, yo. A poor guy. They really don't care. They don't care. I gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> gotta go next door. That's crazy. They had no oh, respect shit. for the robber. That's at crazy. all. That at all. Guy. Oh, my goodness. Yo, you took mine, but I'm gonna let you slide. Love That's it. good. Love it. Tell me. That was yeah. good. Jimmy, who you got? Oh, I don't hey, do that to my hey, man. Hey, don't do that to my man, son. Uh, man, man, he need no that. Man. Come on, man. Post-game interview is a bar. That's what I was going to go for. That shit was post-game interview. Your wife can't sit down, bro. You got to ask questions, bro. Yo, she did. She said some foul stuff, too. She said some foul stuff in the interview. Like, what when they sat down to... With each other, she can't. She was down. like, she said, "Yeah, I was a little sore for a couple of days." I was like, oh, <laughs> oh you gotta eat that. Damn. And, and hear homie uh, say, "Homie's like, yeah, I, I would never do that shit. I would never let my wife do that shit." <laughs> Look you dead in your face, and you gotta eat that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, yeah, thanks. Like, Yo. nah, bro, hilarious. Duh, yeah, that's a double. That was mine last week, so you're on point, bro. The goal, who you got? I was going to go with my neighbors. They, uh, mm-hmm. I was at the Met game and I get a picture from my mom. And like a part of our patio is just gone. So then she's like walking around doing some snooping. And then sees that the neighbors got a new like, like AC unit for like central air. And underneath it is our bricks holding up the unit. So, uh, mm. stole our bricks. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Yo, you got neighbors over there stealing bricks? Come in. Yeah. What are we doing? Shipped up from like our patio, like the side of the patio just gone. <laughs> but, but how? When did this happen? What in the Bronx? It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> like, yeah. but at what point in time did could this have happened? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> my mom and I like kind of like putting it together. So, like two or so weeks, maybe a month, like beforehand. Like, my dog goes crazy. Like, if there's any like. Activity, activity back yeah. outside so we're like what's going on so we looked and like there's guys walking back and forth so we think it happened then wow yeah so then she called the hoa filed a complaint and they were like oh let's we gotta talk to some people and oh, see, they see, came see. back y'all too nice yeah y'all too nice that's that that that's a fight you take my bricks, bricks. you gonna come out here and put all of these shits back mm-hmm. and i'm gonna watch you put them back too mm-hmm. yeah. yo these motherfuckers said right <laughs> They, these motherfuckers say, hey, look, they don't, they don't got the brackets. 
Don't yeah, worry. take these bricks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. We got it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And also, it doesn't help that they just moved in like a couple months ago. Oh, that, that's violation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you 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 don't have to introduce them to the neighborhood. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> like that's what needs to happen. That's, you gotta break some knees, man. Facts. You, you gonna do. have to you gonna have to pull out the the knee breaker. All right, that's all I'm saying. Anger, anger. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, that that wouldn't end well. That's, that, that's not yeah. going to end well. No. And y'all are Italian. I don't know. Yeah, they they, they, they messing with the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> they messing with the wrong families. That's, that's all I'm saying. They gonna end up in sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so the silent assassin's neighbor, <laughs> you definitely get the dummy because yeah. you over here stealing bricks. What's wrong with you? How dare you? Who steals, who steals bricks? Who steals bricks? <laughs> Yo, Chili. They got the Look, last from Home Depot. You've been, you were warned days before. You better make sure you got a good dummy. What's up? Uh, nah, I don't think I got one this week. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> Horrible. Uh, Claw got it. Fangs gonna get him. Fangs gonna get him. Fangs gonna get him. Gonna get a verbal. <laughs> well, I have one, but. Like I said, you stole mine. That was good. But it's always good to have a backup, right? <laughs> May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Michael Jordan! <laughs> Michael Jordan again gets by. Dummy, yeah. Because here's the thing, right? I've been on my Jordan bashing for the last month. I don't care. I'll continue. I will continue. Jordan came out and said that he is not a fan and doesn't support his son Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen having a relationship, right? Oh, now you want to come out and say something. All this time, he over here beat her back in and you ain't say nothing, right? You ain't say nothing. Your man Pippen's been hating you for weeks, months, Yes, it's a documentary. And you wait till now to say something? I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't. <laughs> I think it's weak. And at the same time, too, his son don't even care. <laughs> his son don't care what he's saying. He got no respect. No respect. So first off, Dad, you ain't giving me no... Exactly. Like, these cheeks are more valuable than what you're telling me right now. I already have your... I already have your... your what do you call it? Your inheritance. I'm good, right? I got that in the bag. I'm not listening to you because, first off, you didn't give me your basketball genes to make me a good player because I was I was I wasn't good, right? I was I, I was like six two. I didn't grow. Those I, went to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I didn't have to exactly. It went to Jimmy Butler. It went to it went to Anthony Edwards. You know what I'm saying? All these other all these other guys that look like you. I didn't get your genes, right? So I gotta get in. I gotta get in the way I gotta get in, right? Don't tell me nothing. Talk about you don't support my relationship, right? You had a relationship with Pippen, so do I. Hilarious. <laughs> so do I. Wow. So do I. So Jordan, <laughs> he gets my W the week because I don't want to hear what Jordan has to say because first off, he got swindled out of his team. One, got swindled out of his team. I I had put that out there. You saw you saw what happened. The man made a bet, lost that bet. Some billionaire came and said, "Hey." I'll take up that bet, but need to need to pay me back, and I need the big dog to pay me back. Where does Jordan get his money from? 
oh, I don't have that type of money laying around, so I gotta sell, sell the hornets. <laughs> <laughs> Love it! Dummy! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> My time has come. All this Jordan, I love it. Hey, all this Jordan news, I love it. I love it. That's fine. The fact that his son doesn't want to listen to him is great. It's great. Absolutely great. I know you don't like it. I know, you know, you Jordan fans, it just hurts. It hurts. I know it hurts. It hurts. I don't have a tattoo, so I'm good. I don't either. <laughs> or do you? I don't. Okay, cool. Yeah. A lot of Jordan fans they got they got a tramp stamp. They don't even have it on the arm. Yeah, no, no. It's like right there. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, under the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. it is what it is. Is it? <laughs> it is what it is. is it? Yeah. So Michael Jordan, you've taken a lot of L's recently. You lost your team. I mean, you three billion dollars up again, but you're a loser. But you're a winner for W of the week. That's all for the show, Jeremiah. I appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you for telling your story. Appreciate um, you guys having me, man. Yeah, you, you know, you're definitely doing a great thing for these kids, man, for yourself. Um, like I said, like I think one of your your story is one of the most compelling stories that I've heard. Um, now I've spoken to a lot of like former athletes, but you know, I I always like to hear the other side of things, like you know, after the sport, how how people rebound and how they be able to you know put their life together and stuff like that so you know what you've done man is is, is really really commendable and i, I salute you i appreciate it yeah. thank you guys man you i saw you fade a couple of times in this pod <laughs> i'm telling you we're gonna we're gonna start cap keeping it there should be a count. yeah yeah we're gonna be nicole can we get that on the screen somehow that we can keep like a a, a chilly sleep count but can, <laughs> can we have no cut scene yeah, yeah. Like there can't be no cut scene yeah no cut yeah, yeah, we gotta just let it go <laughs> don't, don't listen to him don't listen to him don't listen to him claw hey. what is the claw kind word of the week sir? um kanye west is the man do you know why i i'd love to hear it because you're you're the kanye apologist yes. <laughs> because he turned kim k into a bitter baby mother yo yo <laughs> yo <laughs> you know what let's hey. unpack it now that, that was, i'll pack it for a little bit hey. yo she over hey. here she over here crying she every can't. day Hey, she can't every week she crying about this. Hey. by herself with the kids. And he oh, replaced yeah. her already. Got a batter her. Yo. Got a new her on Listen. her side. Yeah, she don't talk. I, I ain't gonna hold you, boy. Respectfully, she's his, with her. His new wife. She wears, right. she wears mm. toilets on her head. Right. She do whatever she whatever, say. Whatever, whatever you say, bro. She wear, hey. she wear the, bee, the beekeeper. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I need you to bark like a chicken. Hey. She she wear all that. She wear all that. She says, you got Yeezy taught me. Yeezy taught me. But my thing is this, right? Like, I, I mean, when I, when I heard her say it the first time, right? I, I, I don't know if I'm being insensitive, right? When she said that, oh, you know, sometimes I cry myself to sleep, hmm. you know, with the kids and all you, you in a, you in this big ass house, you a billionaire, and you crying yourself to sleep. How do we know that you actually putting those kids to sleep? Esmeralda mm. does it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Who does it? Esmeralda. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm just saying. So it's like seeing this now. It's like it's all for it's all cap. It's all cap. I can't believe this. I'm not. I don't have no sympathy for no Kim K. But the rumor is after uh, Michael Rubenstein, I think is the name, the guy that had that big ass party this yes. weekend, July 4th. Tom Brady and her slid off. 
I saw a picture. I heard. So that's, I mean, Brady's Brady a single man, so I get hey, it. Hey, hey. Listen, she gonna go the route. She gonna go the route. It's a new Ben Affleck and J route, whatever. Like yeah. that's gonna be the new vibe. But hey, not time to stay away. I also saw Kanye with his daughter and his new chick in Japan. So hey, oh, now he, who won let, that, baby? They let it's the rock. They let. <laughs> that's the first time I'll actually support that. Throw your diamond in the sky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you still alive. I'm, I'm gonna support Kanye. I'm gonna support Kanye. I'm not gonna Back lie. Back the dead, baby. Facts. Facts. New sneakers coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> ninja sneakers or whatever he's rocking. Mr. Miyagi's, whatever he's rocking. The ninja games. The ninja games. Miyagi Phil, big Phil, I appreciate you coming through, man. Thanks for having me. Of course, always, always. I, I, I didn't see what you had on your feet today. What did, what did you wear? Oh, uh, flight posits. Oh, don't try to forget. Like flight posits. Yeah. Try to, don't try to forget. Eggplant. Like don't do that. Eggplant. Flight posits. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm gonna have a rule for They're you. They're my that, favorite. That you cannot come to my house unless you got Crocs on. Like you, I, no, no. I don't own a pair of no Crocs. Like, well, you need to go buy some. Right? I, I, I don't want no flavors up there. Everybody, I, everybody in my house owns yeah, a pair of Crocs. I, I don't, I don't like. For me. I don't like to be embarrassed in my home. I don't like that. I don't like that. You got a bunch of flight posits in here. Eric. See, you got. The, right, relax. Don't, 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 don't tell them what I got. You got the, you got the, the, the those. coppers right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got and some and stuff in there. And some Kobe's. Relax. You got some Kobe's yeah, in there. Relax. Yeah, relax. Right? You got a good pair of nines in there too. I'm I got, I got, I got some stuff in it. Yeah. Jimmy, the super intern. Are you gonna show up next week? No. Oh, he gave me a smile. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He sent the email. Gonna be a little sketchy. <laughs> Nicole in the ones and twos, the silent assassin. <laughs> <laughs> she does what she does. <laughs> Chili? Yo. Oh, now you want to eat the candy, right? Should have been eating that two hours ago. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Until next I could, week. I could have eaten something else, too. Facts. Like what? I'm going to say. Hey, yo. Oh, yo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that was going. You better end the episode. I'm not, I'm not here to judge. But if I say it, then y'all gonna be like, oh, yeah. 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 It's you not us. You do it. You do it. You should end the episode. Right. Until next week, stay safe, stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ. So, get over it. It's obvious, the unthinkable is going to happen soon. With all the distractions in the media, we probably won't see it coming. Your gut tells you there's something very wrong going on, and all the evidence suggests that there is. Those in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. American families are preparing. Folks are getting into self-reliance and investing in emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, is the place you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save 25%, plus get free shipping on all their three-month emergency food kits. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day. It's time to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com